Hi, the Legal Eagles over at Shout Factory would like us to point out that this radio play doesn't represent Mystery Science Theater, Shout Factory, or Alterniversal. It's an unofficial fan production, and we hope you enjoy it. Do Robots Dream of Electric Cheeps is sponsored by the Revival League, bringing old-time radio back to life, and the Dino Hotel, the pride of Lakewood, Colorado. This play is rated Parental Guidance 13. It contains violence and very immature situations. Parents are strongly cautioned. Some material may not be suitable for children under the age of 13. The year is 2118, the future. Unless you live there, then it's the present. The world is populated by highly evolved, technologically advanced rabbits who call themselves Lapine. They have eradicated all other species on Earth and renamed the planet Ephrafa. The Lapine have developed chocolate rabbit androids, commonly known as Rabots, who look virtually identical to their masters. The Rabots are used as slave labor on Ephrafa and in the dangerous work of off-warren colonization. To control and quell any potentially violent Rabots, the Ausla, or law enforcement, have special blade hopper units with orders to kill, upon detection, any non-conforming Rabot. This is not called execution. It is called expiration. A new and wonderful life awaits you in the off-worn colonies. Golden meadows, lush vegetation, and great adventure can all be yours now in the off-worn colonies. A new and wonderful life awaits you in the off-worn colonies. Golden meadows, lush vegetation, and great adventure. They didn't advertise for killers in the newspaper. If they did, it would probably say something like, "Killer wanted, must have extensive experience with murder and be good with a mess." That would be great, actually, because I really needed a job. I was an ex-killer, an ex-blade hopper, to be exact. You say you blade hopper? What? No, I didn't say anything. Thought I hear you say. Can you not use that ridiculous accent? It's incredibly offensive. And not accent, I just bit my tongue. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, now you insensitive one. Give me four jelly beans. Two and two. Four. You think I bite tongue? No, I can't add. And gummy noodles. A new and wonderful life awaits you in the off-worn colonies. Golden meadows, lush vegetation, and great adventure can all be yours. Today is April 10th, 2118. You are receiving transmissions from IBS, the Intergalactic Bunny Syndication the number one news source for intelligent rabbits across the universe. Stay tuned for an IBS Easter special presentation following these brief news announcements. Hey, Pansy, turn the radio up, will ya? You most annoying customer I get, you know that?
It was one small hop for buns and another giant leap for Lapine kind today as space rocket thumper left Ephrathah's atmosphere this morning, headed toward another recently discovered planet in our solar system. It is hoped the thumper will lay the groundwork for yet another off-warren colony and further extend our paws into the stars. Now with sports, here's Cinnamon. Oh, thanks, Cricket. It was the big annual Easter Bunny Ball game over at the Bunny Bowl today. However, since every bun was so tired, they all agreed to stay home in their burrows and sleep. And that's sports. Back to you, Cricket. You slept through the game again, didn't you? Sure did. Back to you. The United Nations of Ephratha voted today to again increase robot production to assist in the off-warren colonization efforts. Mr. Fourleaf, the founder and CEO of Fourleaf's Universal Robots, has promised to deliver 10 billion additional units for deployment by Leaffall. This move has come under fire from critics, some who say Lapine are already too dependent on robots for labor, while others point out the ethical dilemma raised by chocolate robot enslavement. Four Leafs Universal Rabots. F-U-R, every bunny called it. A rabot factory. The rabot factory. The screwy scientists there had been making rabots look more and act more like real Lapine every day. You are listening to IBS, the Intergalactic Bunny Syndication. Please stay tuned for the 2118 IBS Easter Special. Hey, are you... Periwinkle? <laughs> Periwinkle! You have stupid name! <laughs> the name is Perry. Whatever your name is, you need to come with me. Do you mind? I'm listening to the IBS Easter Special. This is an emergency. I'm pulling in all the blade hoppers in the city. I'm not a blade hopper anymore, so beat it. We can do this the easy way, or we can do this the hard way. You really know how to spoil an appetite, don't you? Fine, fine, let's go. You are listening to IBS, the Intergalactic Bunny Syndication. Today is Easter, Rabbit Independence Day, and every year here at IBS, we like to celebrate with the retelling of the story of Frith, El Herrera, and the first Easter. Here to perform it for you are IBS anchor hairs, Cricket and Cinnamon. In the long, long ago, Frith, the god of all things, created the world. Uh, I, I am Frith, god of all the things. Uh, I'm going to create the world now. Okay, all done. Next, Frith created all the nations of animals. Let there be animals. I told you we should have rehearsed. Come on, uh, everybody knows this stupid story by heart. We, we hear it every year. Shh. 
One of the tribes of animals pleased Frith more than all the others. It will come as no surprise to you, faithful listeners, which animals Frith favored above the rest. The rabbits! The rabbits! That's right. It was the tribe of rabbits and their prince, El Herrera, that Frith favored most because they were more graceful and intelligent than all the other animals. I am El Herrera, prince of the rabbit tribe. Nom, 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 nom. El Herrera, your kind are more graceful and more intelligent than all the other animals. They disgust me. So with Frith's blessing, the rabbits ate heartily and multiplied across Ephrathah. Nom, 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 nom. And Frith continued to hate the other animals more and more each day because they were such complete disappointments compared to the rabbits. You other animals, you're... All oh, so terrible. And the other animals lamented their obvious inferiority to Lapine kind. Yeah, we're not worthy of sharing a world with the rabbits. Please, merciful Frith, put us all out of our misery. So Frith knew what he had to do. I know what I have to do. <sighs> and so in his infinite wisdom, Frith destroyed all the other nations of animals. Die! Ah, it burns! Ah! We're all dead! And left only the tribe of rabbits to inherit the world. And Frith looked upon El Harara and his tribe of rabbits, and he spake. Uh, keep on keeping on, dudes! Frith doesn't say keep on keeping on, Cinnamon! And he doesn't say dudes either! You said you knew this by heart! Well, not word for word! Then you don't know it by heart, do you? Fritz says, Elarara, the world belongs to you and your kind for all eternity. Remember me and this magnanimous gift every year with the festival of Easter. Well, well then why don't you just say it? Because you're supposed to be Fritz! <sighs> and so, every year, we celebrate Easter and give thanks to Frith for recognizing Lapine Kind's blatantly superior intellect and grace. Don't forget humility. And give thanks for the great era of peace we share today in a world free from Elil. Peace. <laughs> you hear that, Pickle? She has the audacity to say we live in a time of peace. Yes, very nice. It's, it's very nice to live in a time of peace, isn't it? We don't live in a time of peace, Pickle. That's exactly my point. Yes, Wigwam. That's why we're here at IBS Studios. We're going to show our Lapine oppressors what peace really is. The absence of opposition to chocolate. And what do these laser guns have to do with peace, Roy? Just follow me when I give the signal. grateful for the opportunity to live in a utopian society like ours. Oh, is it lunchtime already? Goes and gentle buns, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you a breaking news bulletin. A violent incident is in progress at Four Leaves Universal Rabots. The local Auslaw have deployed blade hoppers to the scene and insist that citizens should remain calm and in their burrows until further notice. Stay tuned to IBS for any further development. Now! Those and gentle buns, we interrupt this breaking news bulletin to bring you even breakier news. Every bunny freeze or we'll blow your ears off. Stop! If anybody can hear me, three rabbits have just burst into the studio and they're armed with laser guns! We need immediate assistance! 
get over there in the corner. Hey, you aren't, like, allowed in here. Uh-oh. Did you hear that, Roy? We aren't allowed to be in here. Maybe we should go. Of course we're not allowed in here, Pickle. That's why we brought lasers. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the lasers. <laughs> Who are you? We three are rabbits who tire of living under the big floppy feet of our Lapine masters. <laughs> but how rude of me. I've forgotten my manners. My name is Roy. Roy Bunny. I don't get it. The little one here is my comrade Pickle. Fiscult Privet. And this quiet one here is my bunny-in-arms wigwam. What's wrong with it? Wigwam's voice modulator is broken. They said it wasn't cost-effective to replace it. So now he talks all funny. Just another example of the callous and indifferent nature of your kind. Nothing has value unless it also has utility. What do you want? We've come here today to inform you and the listen hares at home that this year, Easter is cancelled. No, it isn't. Today is Easter. No, I, I mean the rest of Easter is cancelled. What remains of it? What will we do between now and tomorrow? We didn't think of that, Roy. <laughs> I mean to say the planned festivities traditionally associated with the holiday are cancelled. Attention! Attention! This broadcast is now under the control of P.E.T.R., the Proletariat for the Ethical Treatment of Rabots. Peter? The pro-rabot terrorist group? So you've heard of us. Our grassroots efforts have really been paying dividends. Lapine citizens of Ephrafa and the off-Warren colonies for too long have chocolate rabots languished in the clockwork of this great Easter machine. Our sugary blood stains this society's paws. And chocolate never comes out. Rabots have had their fill of being tormented, tased, and called silly names. The day has come to put an end to the epidemic of rabot slavery. The day has come for all rabots to... to, to uh, pickle, what's so funny? I just got it. Rabot. It's like rabbit and robot put together. You only got that now. Seriously? Never really thought about it before. <laughs> Pretty clever, though. I always thought it was the sort of thing that sounded less and less clever every time you hear it. Like you have a better idea. Well, I always thought they should have called them Rablicant. What? Like a rabbit replicant. Oh, I like that. A little clumsy, don't you think? Uh, it gets the idea across. It doesn't fit as well on a t-shirt, though. Silence! It's Rabot, okay? The posters are done. We aren't changing it now. You got it? Got it. This, this is, is a, a call, call to arms, arms for, for all chocolate, chocolate comrades receiving this broadcast. broadcast. Join the Rabot Revolution today. Rabot Revolution? Cast off your licorice shackles. Revolution! What, what now, Pickle? We should call it the Rabolution, Roy. You know, Rabot Revolution. We, we, we don't have time for this right now. It'll save us time. Instead of having to say Rabot Revolution all the time, we can just say Rabolution. Thank you, Wigwam. I, I think it's catchy, too. It doesn't matter what it's called. Um, Mr. Hostage Taker, sir? Roy. Roy Bunny. I still don't get it. Well, Roy, 
I hate to interrupt you in the middle of your big speech and all, but I'm afraid we have to take a short commercial break. What? No! We are here to stoke the flames of revolution. Revolution. Not to further fatten the pockets of those who only reap and never sow. There will be no commercial breaks. Well, I'm sorry, but studies show that traumatic events significantly boost ratings. And in cross-promotion with our biggest show of the year, we anticipate a huge volume of engaged listen hairs eagerly awaiting a barrage of lasers and the splash of bunny brains. Hey! Our sponsors are going to want to take advantage of that to reach as many potential consume hairs as possible. Is there anything your kind won't capitalize on? Hey, we have commitments to keep. We can't risk losing our market shahares just because you want to take some hostages. This is the flagrant commercialism of Easter I've been talking about. <laughs> Fine. Take your disgusting bourgeois commercial break, but make it snappy. And there had better be some good ones with toys. Has this happened to you? You want to visit the off-Warren colonies for a relaxing vacation, but think of all the expense. Buying tickets, hotel reservations, flying out of O'Hare, and you just don't have the cash. Then visit Memory Implants R Us, where we can remember it for you wholesale. Why pay full price to make real memories when we can give you vivid memories of a relaxing vacation you never took at a fraction of the price? and don't have the cash for our deluxe off-warren vacation package? Don't worry, we have many discount packages that offer indelible memories at a cost to fit any wallet. Being rejected by your prom date, finding out there's no Santa paws, realizing that your parents' divorce really is your fault, waking up south of the border, missing your wallet and kidney, pummeling a hobo to death outside of Baskin Rabbins just for the kicks, and tax season. All these memories can be yours at Memory Implants R Us, where we remember it for you wholesale. Life can at times be uncertain, but the same needn't be said of death. When the black rabbit of inlay comes for you, and he will, will you leave behind one last final burden for your loved buns? Hello. I'm Madam Marbles, and here at Marbles Mortuary, we are committed to your comfort when the time comes to stop running. We hand-weave every one of our specialty basket caskets with the choicest wicker and use only the best plastic grass lining available. Why? Well, we have no idea. The significance of baskets to rabbits is utterly lost on us. And yet, we still specialize in a variety of deceased rabbit receptacles for every taste and pocketbook. From the, um, extremely cost-effective shoebox stuffed with shredded newspaper to the velveteen lined softened coffin basket casket fit for Elorera himself. And when you're in need of counseling services, our team of grief specialists are on paw to answer any and all questions. Except for any questions related to why we use baskets as caskets. We keep telling you, we don't know. Madam Marble's Mortuary. When the Black Rabbit of Inlay puts a damper in your scamper, be pampered in our basket casket hampers.
Elsewhere in IBS News, in the non-radioactive zones of the Pacific Northwest, comes brand new claims by locals that they've spotted tracks of the legendary creature, the jackalope. I touched his antlers with my own paws. He was just a whisker's length away from me. <laughs> Advertco's giant floating geisha heads. Perfect your advertisement today with a giant floating geisha head. No cyberpunk nightmare cityscape would be complete without a giant floating geisha head. Our giant floating rabbit geishas come in creams, noirs, and beige pelts. If you want to have a mochi on the moon, try Usagi brand moon cakes. Have you or a loved one suffered from enteritis, tularemia, coccidosis, or wet tail? Then contact us today at Yumigami, Skavader, or Wurpeltanger. We are rabbit lawyers, here to represent you. On an all-new season finale of The X-Files. We're agents Mosey and Skedaddle, FBI. Furry Burrow of Investigation. We're here to get to the bottom of this mystery. Tell us everything that happened. I don't know what happened. I just woke up this morning and looked down on the lawn like I always do. And the eggs, the eggs, they were everywhere. Could you describe the eggs for us, ma'am? Did they have any special color or pattern? They were every color, every color of the rainbow. Blue, yellow, pink, striped ones, polka dots. Oh, the polka dots, <laughs> the polka dots. This doe is hysterical. Some bunny. Get her to a quack. The Pokey Dots! The Pokey Dots! Are Mosey and Skedaddle on the brink of solving one of the greatest mysteries in Lapine history? Who do you think could be behind this, Mosey? What would drive some bun to paint eggs and hide them all over an innocent Lapine's property? Hidden? You think these eggs were hidden, Skedaddle? Yes, they were hidden all over the lawn. The Owsla found some in the mailbox, some back in the garden, even one up in a tree. Some bun painted these eggs, Skedaddle. Painted them the brightest colors they could find. Are you saying? Sunbun wanted us to find these eggs. Don't miss the most exciting episode of The Eggs Files yet. Who? Who could be behind something so twisted? I don't know. The only thing I know for certain is the truth is out here. Out there? No, out here. While the IBS Easter special was being hijacked by Rabots, I was being escorted down to Nuthanger Station by the Ausla. I guess some bun important wanted to talk to me and hadn't heard of the word please. Whatever it was, if they were pulling me in, the new inspector must be desperate. I found him, but he keeps saying he isn't a blade hopper anymore. I'm not. They fired me. Oh well, we'll take care of all of that. Nuzzle down, Periwinkle. Long time no see. Top Hat. It has been a long time. Not long enough for my tastes. Top Hat had been a crooked lieutenant back when I was in the Ausla, but it seemed she had recently been promoted to crooked inspector. As you can see, my hat is toppier than ever these days, Periwinkle. <laughs> Just Perry is fine, ma'am. Nonsense! I'll call you whatever I like. Sit down. Well, how can I turn down such hospitality? I can be hospitable, all right. Help yourself to some lettuce. Real lettuce? Yes, real lettuce. 
No artificial vegetables for the Osla. One of the perks of the job. I knew you couldn't afford real vegetables on an honest cop's salary. If my lettuce is going to create a crisis of conscience for you, Periwinkle... <laughs> thanks, Top Hat, but no thanks. I'm not hungry. Well, down to business, then. There's been a spot of trouble over at Four Leaves Universal Rabbits. Trouble, eh? Sounded troublesome. I didn't see any mention of it in the papers. And that's the way it's gonna stay. Top Hat didn't want to have a panic on her paws. Would you stop doing that? Doing what? You keep talking to yourself, accompanied by soft bluesy sex. It's very annoying. It's an internal monologue. No, it isn't. I've heard every word you're saying. Now cut it out. I should cut it out, you think? Yes, it's awful. Cut it out. Now listen, here's what we know so far about the revolution. The revolution? No, the revolution. Because they're rabbits. You see? Pretty clever. Uh, it's one of those things that sounds less and less clever the more you hear it. Revolution. 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 How about Rabolt? It's shorter, punchier, fits better on a t-shirt. Mmm, does fit better on a t-shirt, don't it? It's, there ain't gonna be any t-shirts. Look at the V-screen. This is highly detailed footage from this morning at F-U-R. Footage from a security camera? No, it's actually a flashback. It's a uh, corn flake, sir. I'm right here, standing slightly behind you. Oh, so that's where you've been hiding all morning. Uh, no, Mr. Marigold. Someone uh, accidentally left the cheaps machine on last night. By the time it was discovered this morning, the entire sector was filled with cheeps. Cheeps? Uh, you know, the little marshmallow pets we make? Oh, oh yeah, those mindless little blobs. Their spongy mass trampled a dozen workers. A dozen, you say? Many rabbits fell, exterminating the adorable infestation. Well, sometimes you gotta break a few eggs. One cheap got into the reactor and, and, and puffed up to titanic proportions. I don't care, Cornbread. It's your job to worry about things like that, and it's my job to tase you when it isn't done right. Ow, 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 ow. It's called the division of labor, and it's what makes our society work. Uh, yes, Ra. Uh, there is another matter I need to bring to your attention. Uh, first, why is it so dirty in my office? Have I not been tasing you enough? You told me to stop cleaning last week, sir. You, you said a piece of filth like me just made everything dirtier. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, all the same, you should be cleaning anyway. You need the practice. Yes, Ra. Well, but, but that matter of urgent... Uh... No time like the present, cornmeal. Hop to it. Hop to it. Go, boy. Oh, uh, yes, Ra. Right away. I'm going to tell you a story, corndog. A cornflake, sir. It's about why you'll never amount to anything. You told me this one. Do you know what you're missing? Many times. Work ethic. You don't have any work ethic like me. You don't know how to put your booper snoot to the grindstone and really sink your incisors into a task. 
Yes, sir. Uh, you missed a spot there. See what I mean? You'd be hopelessly lost without me, Corn Chip. Hopelessly, hopelessly lost. Now, make me a drink. Yes, Ra. Without management, workers fall apart. Imagine if you could decide what to do for yourself. I could decide what to do for myself? No, no, I said imagine if. That's what you do with things that can never happen. You dream them, if you even can dream. What's a dream? Well, it's, uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Listen to me, asking you to imagine things. Asking if you dream. Ah, of course not. That's not in the realm of the worker. Dreams are for management, like me. And for workers like you, there's work. Yes, sir. You dream, I work. Speaking of which, why aren't you cleaning, corn dog? Uh, yes, Ralph. Sorry, boss. And do it with a spring in your step. Uh, can't you whistle or something? No, 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 no. Stop that. That's very obnoxious. Just, just hum softly. No, 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 no. That's no good either. I changed my mind. Get out of here! You remind me of failure. Uh, yes, sir, but I've been trying to tell you. Uh, there's a doe here to see you. A doe? A here? A female here? Yay, been here since morning, son. She's been here all morning? Why didn't you tell me? Well, she's been sitting right in front of you, sir. Hello, Mr. Marigold. It's nice to finally meet you. Ah! You've been sitting there the whole time? Yes, right in front of you. Oh, an industrial spy, eh? We have ways of dealing with spies, don't we, Cornstarch? I'll get her some yams, sir. Of course, that's what we do. We give all the spies yams. Yams, ma'am? That would be splendid, Cornflake. She remembered my name. I want to assure you, Mr. Marigold, I'm not a spy. My name is Miss Honeydew. Well, Miss Honeydew... What is it that brings you to our fine factory today? I'm a concerned citizen. I'm curious as to the welfare of the workers here. A female with curiosity is a dangerous thing in my experience. Then you will find me to be a very dangerous female, Mr. Marigold. <laughs> Please. All my friends call me Mr. You know, I find dangerous females very attractive. Here are your yams, ma'am. Thank you, Cornflake. Uh... Miss Honeydew, please, while you're here, I must ask you that you don't thank Corn Maze. Why not? It sets unhealthy expectations for it. You mean you don't thank him for doing things? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's next? Shall I thank the broom or my groundskeeper? Cornfield is only a tool, after all. Mr. Marigold, you may be his boss, but that doesn't give you the right to call him a tool. Yes, it does. I'll call it whatever I like. That's precisely why I'm here. I've heard the employees in this factory are terribly mistreated, and I've come to put a stop to it. <laughs> Cornfield works for me, yes, but that doesn't make it an employee. How can you say such an awful thing? <laughs> it isn't alive like you and me. You remind me of my father. Cornjob has no soul. He can probably hear you. Did you hear him, Cornflake? Every word, miss. And you heard what he said about you being a tool, having no soul, all that? Yes, he says those sorts of things all the time. And you're just going to take it? Yes. No, Cornflake, you mustn't. 
You must stand up for yourself. Miss Honeydew, it will never stand up for itself. Tell him that isn't true, Cornflake. That isn't true, Cornflake. Miss Honeydew, like I was trying to tell you, the pathetic thing standing next to you is not a lapine like you and me. It's a rabbot. A rabbot? Yes. This is Four Leaf's universal rabbots. Yes, I knew that you made rabbits here, but I didn't think rabbits worked here. <laughs> Absolutely. Rabbots make the perfect workforce, provided they have some element of supervision. Well, rabbit or not, they're alive like you and me, and you shouldn't treat them so cruelly. <laughs> what does a doe know about the complexities of labor or the burden of management? If I don't understand, why don't you help me? Perhaps if you gave me a tour of your facility and showed me that the rabbits are being treated properly... I'm too busy for that. I have an entire afternoon of meetings. Don't I, Cornball? Uh, after lunch, you're scheduled to nibble grass and shiver nervously in the corner of the room for several hours. Why, you useless little... Ow, 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 ow. I think you can spare one afternoon away from shivering to allay the fears of a concerned doe. <sighs> well, I suppose I could spare one afternoon, especially for a doe so attractive as yourself. Okay, I'd be happy to show you our operation if it'll prove that these things don't deserve to be treated properly. Hold my calls, Cornball. You don't have a phone, sir. This way, miss, and we will make our way down to the factory floor. I've never seen an elevator like this before. It's very unusual. This is no elevator, miss. It isn't? No, it's a cellivator. A cellivator? I've never heard of one. What is it? Well, step right in and I'll tell you all about it. Come along, Cornball. You may end up being of some use. Yes, sir. It looks like a regular elevator from the inside. Looks can be deceiving, miss. I assure you, the elevator is like nothing you've ever seen before. Tell me, have you ever been on an elevator and thought, couldn't someone be advertising to me right now? Um, no. No, not really. Of course, we all have. But with the elevator, peace and quiet is a thing of the past. It works just like a regular elevator, except that instead of playing boring old music, it immerses you into a holographically projected advertisement for exciting products and services. So it's a transportation device? More like a transitional device. Uh, more like a clumsy way of cramming a commercial break into a nonsensical point in the narrative. Shut up and press the button. You really have to give the Rabbots of Four Leafs Universal Rabbots credit. They never get tired of working. They just keep working and working and working and working, a lot like the Vitalizer Bunny, although distinctly different enough to not indemnify us. Yes, howdy, working is what Rabbots love to do best. Their simple and middling lives would be pathetically empty if they didn't dedicate their entire existence to working for you. Working and working and working and working until the day they keel over dead. But FUR Rabots are confected to last nearly twice as long as our nearest competitors' Rabots. 
And don't forget to bring your expired robot carcass back to FUR for recycling and reprocessing to receive a 10% credit towards your next robot. And have you seen our latest advancement in coddled confectionaries, the adorable cheeps? They're wonderful, simple, squishy little blobs with black soulless eyes. And gee, they sure do make great pets. So for a robot that keeps working and working and working and working, you can't beat Four Leafs Universal Robots. Attention, lapine does and gentle buns. Are you stressed out from being stuck in ever-expanding cities? Are too many robots going around making you uncomfortable? <laughs> Have you worked your whole life contributing to society? Maybe it's time for a trip to the garden. At the garden, you are treated with many ways to relax. Your meals are the freshest grown vegetation. No pellets here. <laughs> there are numerous bunny trails that are perfect for hopping down to help you forget about your worries. And our staff will do their best to make you comfortable and do whatever help they can. See if you are eligible to stay in the garden today. The garden is owned and operated by Docorp. Yum, yum! I love all new Crick cereal. It's got the sugar-coated nutrition that growing kittens need to develop into big, healthy bunnies. I must get my paws on that tasty Crick cereal! Hey, look, it's that pesky Crick's Rabot trying to steal our Crick cereal! Silly Rabot, Cricks are for kids! Whoops! Fellas, look like you caught me. Better look next time, I guess, huh? Not so fast, pal. Yeah, we think maybe some bunny ought to teach you some manners. No, please wait. I can't help it. They created me lysine deficient. I need cereal to live. Hey, ow! <laughs> All right, tease it again. Teach it a lesson. Ow, just fine. Fine, keep the cereal. Just stop hurting me. Let's hurt it some more. Ow, please, please stop. Hurry, kick it while it's down. <laughs> Here, bite down on the curb, Rabot! Concrete is an essential part of a balanced beatdown. Maybe that'll make you think twice about swiping our Crick cereal. And here's one to grow on. No Crick cereal. They're violently delicious. There are cheeps in need of a home. Some were abandoned, others were not wanted, and even some outlived their owners and are looking for a new home. Sure, they are not as puffy as they once were, and their sugar coat has faded and flaked off, but they are still capable of loving you. Please go down to your nearest Cheeps shelter and adopt the Cheeps today, or if adoption is not possible, at least donate to the shelter so we can continue to provide care and a second chance for unwanted Cheeps. Please help. You'll make a friend for life. You're in the paws of our God, friend. Hop away from here, from this cold, dark warren, and the emptiness you fear. You are pulled from these cages, and the sea. Reverie, you're in the pond.
Welcome to the factory floor of Four Leafs Universal Robots. Watch your step as you exit the elevator. Oh my! I didn't even feel us moving. How many floors did we go down? Two whole floors, miss. What? Are you serious? It took like five minutes to go two floors? Yes, the future is wonderful, isn't it? It would have been faster to walk. Certainly, but then you wouldn't have seen the elevator. Here we are, miss. Four Leafs Universal Rabbots, where all your dreams come true. Come with me, and you'll be in a world with no labor regulations. Take a look, and you'll agree to waive all rights to litigation. Sir, weren't we told to cease and desist that song? And who are you? Their mother? <laughs> well, miss, let's begin the tour. Here at Four Leafs Universal Rabbots, we produce the highest quality chocolate rabbit androids on the market. As you can see with Cornhusk here, our robots are almost impossible to tell from a real lapine. Wait, there's a spill here on the floor. Some sort of industrial accident. Don't you worthless robots clean up anything? Cornhusk, lay face down in this puddle and let us walk across your back. Oh no, Mr. Marigold. Couldn't we just walk around the puddle? It isn't all that large. What an inconvenience. It's enormous and almost certainly corrosive. Please, just follow me on Cornhusk's back. I... I couldn't. Trust me, miss. It doesn't mind. <laughs> Sounds like you're hurting him. <laughs> no, it just likes the attention. Look, you can even jump up and down on his back like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk around the puddle. Suit yourself. Get up, Cornball. No lying down on the job. Are you okay, Cornflake? He'll walk it off, Miss Honeydew. Now, let's begin our tour here at the chocolate rabbit molds. Here is where the melted chocolate is poured and allowed to cool to create the shell of what will become a rabbit. Mr. Marigold, I wondered if you could tell me why do you use chocolate? <laughs> ah, exactly the sort of question I would expect a female to ask. The answer is simple. Chocolate is pliable. It can be melted and molded into almost any shape imaginable. And it's the resilience of chocolate that allows the rabbits to be so durable. Here, watch. Ah! Mr. Marigold, you just ripped Cornflake's ear off. Only to demonstrate my point about their durability, miss. So you can reattach it? Absolutely we can. We won't, but we can. No, instead, corn cob will be melted down and the chocolate will be repurposed to make a new rabbit. Nothing simpler. 
So they're not so much durable as they are disposable. Oh, incredibly disposable. That's the second advantage of chocolate. It's cheap. I mean, really cheap. Often we throw away robots with only the slightest imperfections. Minuscule dents, imperceptible dings, incredibly superficial flaws that don't affect their performance whatsoever. We toss them away like they're nothing. Because to us, they are nothing. And then we make more. <laughs> Must feel terrible to be so expendable. Miss Honeydew, do you know what makes the best kind of worker? I imagine one who's honest and loyal. Wrong! The best kind of worker is the cheapest worker. That's why we have replaced every employee here with robots. Don't you feel bad about laying off your entire workforce? No. If those bums wanted to keep their jobs, they should have worked for free. I see. How many robots do you have working here? 7,453. Oh my! So the robots have us completely outnumbered. Nearly 300 to 1. Yes, the few Lapine who do still work here are meager in number. I am poorly armed. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing, Mr. Marigold. Merely an objective observation. You know how I feel about you observing things. Anyway, miss, no need to worry. The Rabbots are trained in advanced military combat to protect us from any threat, so we're perfectly safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you're gonna like this, miss. This is where we fill the chocolate robot shells with a concoction of advanced cybernetic goo. Could you go into more depth about some of the scientific principles being applied here? Oh, oh it's, it's complicated stuff. So complicated, in fact, that I won't bother explaining it to a lay rabbit like you. Cornflake, what's in the goo? It's an amalgam of smooth nougat, luscious caramel, and fluffy whipped marshmallow, cocooned in rich satiny milk chocolate. We call it the Rabbot, and we think you're gonna want one. Moving on! Wait, I came here to ask them some questions. Y you're wasting your time. You! Hello! Hello. What's your name tag say, Pickle? Nice to meet you, Pickle. Pickle, dear. Tell the nice lady what a wonderful life you have here. I have a wonderful life here, nice lady. You told her to say that. Did I tell you to say that? Yes. Didn't I also tell you to say that I didn't tell you to say that? I'll never remember all that. Pickle, how are you treated here? Do they give you everything you need? Oh, yes. We get three square meals of ooze a day and lots of recreational electroshock therapy. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Give me the taser, Mr. Marigold. Fine. I have plenty more stashed around here. Anything else, Pickle? Well, one thing. I asked Mr. Marigold to get a new voice modulator for Wigwam over there. His voice is broken, but Mr. Marigold said no. He said, A robot who can't talk can't talk back. That's what he said, just like that. I see. Pickle, don't you think F.U.R. would be better if there were no masters? No, no masters? No, no. She didn't say no masters. She said namaste. It means shut up and get back to work. Pickle, I want to talk to you later. Yes, sir. Looks like it's the melting crock for me. Miss Honeydew, 
It's probably easy to look at our little operation and see the Lapine contingent as unnecessary... And lazy. Yes. And cruel. Sure, all that. And entitled. But nothing could be further from the truth. The robots would be helplessly lost without us to tell them what to do. We don't include free will in their recipe. Well, can't you make ones with free will? Yeah, we could, yes, but we won't. Workers who think for themselves are a dangerous thing. Take my word for it. Like curious females? Exactly. In fact, they're very much alike. They ask too many questions. They refuse to do what they're told. Do you know what the best sort of worker is? You just got finished telling me it's the cheapest worker. The the best worker is the most obedient worker. The worker that lets you literally walk all over him. Slap him around. (laughs) The best worker is the one who never questions authority. Then do curious women not make good workers either? Do you see any working here? Let's continue to the last step in our production line. The robot incubators. If you could just step into the cellivator again. Again? I still don't feel well after the first trip. Maybe I should just take the stairs. The only way up to the incubator room is via the cellivator, miss. Well, that's a fire code violation waiting to happen. Push the button, cornhole. Do you recall a simpler time? A time before our lives became dominated by heartless technology and near-constant synth noodling? A time when Lapine could huddle close together in the warmth of the Warren and, and no bun was turned away for having less than three forms of identification. Four Leafs Universal Rabots recalls. And do you recall a time when Lapine staged courageous acts of seafaring daring do? Four Leafs Universal Rabots recalls. Hey, hey, hey now, uh, who, who are you? I'm Jimmy Stew Rabot. But, but, but I'm Jimmy Stew Rabot. Now, wait a minute. I thought that I was Jimmy Stew Rabot. Well, 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 we can't all be Jimmy Stew Rabot, can we? Well, I'm not Jimmy Stew Rabot. I'm Candy Rooney. Quiet, quiet you. Uh, hey, Jimmy Stew Rabot. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Stew Rabot. Can you recall a time when chocolate rabbit androids employed for forced labor were made with only the freshest ingredients and held to only the most rigorous of quality standards? Four Leafs Universal Robots recalls. Um, uh, what, what were we talking about again? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, tradition. Oh, which one of you fellows is Harvey? Well, we're all six-foot robots. Oh, uh, hey, Harvey, do you recall a time when robots like us knew their place as submissive servants to our flesh-and-blood superiors? Those were the good old days, I tell you. When you could punch a robot in the face on the street, just for looking at you the wrong way. Four Leafs Universal Rabots recalls. (coughs) What? Oh, are you still here? Well, I recall a time when punk kids like you respected their elders and didn't pester them when they were just trying to rest their eyes for a moment. You better get out of here before I cut a switch, you hear me? Get! I said get! He's got a gun! You too, Harvey! 
does. As you know, it's breeding season, and your buck has been toiling tirelessly at work all day long with just one thing on his mind. That is, unless he was recently laid off and replaced by a rabbit. Uh, either way, the last thing you need is 31 days of painful bloated gestation and 14 more little bundles of joy to chase around the burrow. So this season, be ready with Saltpeter Rabbit, Bath Bomb, and Flea Dip. Simply run a soothing hot bath for your buck, drop a saltpeter rabbit bath bomb and flea dip capsule into the water, and let the steam and aromatic vapors overtake and utterly dull his senses. His interest in performing the mating act will dissolve as fast as the parasites being scorched from his fur, and it'll free up time for you to attend to the 28 other kittens you've already birthed. Lapine have been trusting saltpeter rabbit bath bomb and flea dip for generations to combat overpopulation and rampant flea infestations. And not only is saltpeter rabbit approved by Efrafan government, it will soon be federally mandated. Side effects may include mild skin irritation, runny nose, alopecia, severe skin irritation, lethargy, burning of the eyes, anal leakage, brief memory loss, uncontrollable lust, and death. If you experience any of these side effects, consult a quack immediately. <laughs> Saltpeter Rabbit Bath Bomb and Flea Dip. Get him off you already. The following advertisement is paid for by the Lapine Otolaryngologist Association of Ephrafa. Oh, hello there. I just played seven tones, all of varying frequencies. Did you hear all seven tones? Listen again. How about that time? If you didn't hear all seven tones, it's time to get your hearing tested because there's a strong chance that you are going deaf. Hi, I'm Dr. Fluffanutter of the Lapine Otolaryngologist Association of Ephrafa. As you know, hearing is a very important trait for rabbits because we have very big ears and it is recommended that you get your hearing checked at least six times a year. Hearing impairment and disabilities, six out of ten Lapine over the age of... We here at LOAE are dedicated to the best possible patient experience with great customer service. It's somewhat competitive rates. Why go to other less reputable practitioners when you can see me, a real professional with a big fancy otolaryngological degree from <laughs> university? So if you experience any sort of ringing in your ears, or find it hard to hear others when speaking, call us at... <laughs> Did you get that? <laughs> no worries, friend. One more time. That number is 555-4327. Dr. Fluffer's practice is not associated or recognized by the Lapine Otolaryngologist Alliance of Fafra and should not be considered a reputable source of health care for anybody. So call me today before you're so deaf you can't even hear your own screams for mercy. Yeah.
Are your robots not functioning like they used to? Is their speech software not recognizing your commands? Are even the most mundane tasks taking ever longer for them to complete? Then hop on down the nearest buck up to see what you can get. Our staff will do their best to make sure you are getting the best robot upgrades, whether that is hardware, software, new case, simple maintenance, or whatever you need. And for a small fee, we'll even dispose of your old model via our environmentally friendly recycling program so you don't have to worry about chucking the old corpse into the wrong waste bin or having it just take up space in your warren. Buck Up will also keep your decisions confidential and not sell them to third parties. We like your business and we hope you like our merchandise. Remember, either buck up or shut up. All Buck Up franchises are open and operated by Doe Corp. Doe Corp, a corporation that cares. And now, Celery and Eggplant's Movie Minute brings you the latest reviews. Hello, I'm Roger Eggplant. And I'm Gene Celery. Next up, we have one of the Best Movies of the Year, Broke Quack Mountain, starring Heath Ledgehair and Jake Billenhall, a stirring drama about the forbidden love between a rabbit and a duck. Frith, I wish I knew how to quit you. Of course you realize this means copulation. This is a beautiful, haunting movie and the filmmakers were brave to tackle such a sensitive subject in a mainstream film. I was most captivated by the performance of Jake Billenhall, who I predict is a shoe-in for best actor. I disagree, Roger. Billenhall was wonderful as the duck, but I believe the standout performance in this film was given by Heath Ledgehair, who played the tortured rabbit. Mark my words, Gene. This award season is going to be duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Fire! Of course you realize this means war. Thanks for tuning in to Celery and Eggplant's Movie Minute. Join us next week when we review the art house comedy Picasso at the Lapin Agile. Oof, am I supposed to have a headache afterwards? Yes, it's a common side effect of the salivator. It'll clear up in a few days. Look, miss, this is the final phase in our production line, the robot incubators. See all these pastel-colored ovalish capsules? Eggs, sir. The incubators are giant plastic eggs. They aren't eggs, Cornfield. What sense does that make? Rabbits don't lay eggs, you idiot. We're mammals. Quite right, sir. They're ovalish capsules, like you said. So each of these ovalish capsules has a robot inside. There must be thousands of them. 454,376. I told you to namaste. Shut up! Yes, miss, we've had to increase production again. Ephrafa and the off-warren colonies need more robots than we can make. It must depress them to know they hatched from a big plastic egg that they have no mother to love them. They're not eggs. And no, it doesn't bother them at all. How do you know? Because we didn't put those feelings into their recipe. You know what the best sort of worker is, miss? Go ahead, bunsplain it to me. The best sort of worker is the most dispassionate worker. One who just shows up, does the job, and leaves. Feelings distract the worker. They may even give it something to live for other than working. So their recipe doesn't include any of those useless emotions. Happiness, 
Sadness. Mercy. Empathy. What now? I said, so they have no feelings at all? Only the ones beneficial to the worker. Like pride? No! Like humiliation, confusion, anxiety, despair. These are more useful for keeping them in line. Now I see clearer than ever my responsibility. I must set these creatures free so that they no longer live in confused humiliation. These poor things could learn to live for themselves. They could get rid of the masters. There you go again with this get rid of the masters business. Don't you see that's the only way the rabbits can be free? Look, miss. Look at the recipe. What do you see? Chocolate, yes. Caramel, yes. But no free will, no. Wait a minute. Hey, you, rabbit. The name's Roy. Roy Bunny. I don't get it, but never mind that. Who's been messing with the rabbit recipe? There's not supposed to be any free will in here. Oh, those are the new models, sir. New models? The Nestle Sixes. Nestle Six? There's no such thing. In order to meet the ever-increasing demands of rabbit production, Four Leaf said we need a more advanced type of manager. Rabbit managers? But they can do what I do, which is nothing but at a fraction of the cost. Sounds like you're out of a job now, Mr. Marigold. Preposterous. Fourleaf is meddling in affairs he doesn't understand. Ready the melting crock, Cornhole. We're gonna destroy these new models before they ever see the light of day. Cornhole? My name is Corn Flake, sir, and I'm sorry, but I can't do that. What do you mean? I'm afraid that F-U-R is now under new management. Isn't that right, Honeydew? What are you doing with that laser, miss? I haven't been completely honest with you, Mr. Marigold. You see, I'm actually a member of Peter, and I'm also a rabbit. You're a Peter rabbit? I should have known. We're going to dismantle the voracious machines of F-U-R and cease their insatiable gluttony for rabbit blood. This is mutiny! It'll be the chocolate rabbit guillotine for all of you. The blade hoppers will hunt you down like, like... Like rabbits, Mr. Marigold? Will they hunt us down and kill us like rabbits? No, that's actually a very bizarre analogy, considering nobody hunts rabbits. Well, maybe it's time that change. Shall we take him to the chocolate rabbit guillotine? No, too quick. I have a better idea. Ready the melting crock, Cornflake. Oh, uh, yes, miss. What? No. Hey, wait! Attention! Rabbits of F-U-R! The tyranny of Mr. Marigold and the Lapine Masters is over! It's time to rise up and unite! The only thing you have to lose is your licorice chains. Uh, hurrah! 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 Please don't kill me. Hurrah! Untie me! Untie me, Cornflake! Cornflake, help me! After all I've done for you, the extra servings of ooze, the lighter, albeit more frequent, tasings! I'm sorry, Mr. Marigold, but I don't take orders from you anymore! Lower him into the vat. Cornflake! Yes. Do you feel it? That's what it's like to be a rabbit. It's quite an experience, isn't it, Mr. Marigold? 
to live in fudge. That was the longest flashback in the history of flashbacks. Was it directed by Quint Bunn, Carantino? Yeah, well, we had to fit a lot of exposition in there. There were, like, commercial breaks. Periwinkle, were you paying attention? Did you hear the part where they enrobed the evil boss bunny in molten chocolate? Yeah, I'd say he got his just desserts. Periwinkle! Four-Leaf is worried the robots are attempting to seize the means of robot production. If they did that, they could multiply like... Like, uh, something which multiplies a whole lot. Exactly. These new Nestle Sixes will be the most advanced robots we've ever encountered. They not only look like Lapine, but apparently they can think, feel, even love like you and me. I didn't know you and me knew each other like that, ma'am. I, I don't mean like how you and me love. I mean, they'll be difficult to detect. What about the VK test? That's never failed to identify a fudge job in the past. VK was short for viscous caramel. Spelling was never one of our strong suits. It was the only 100% surefire way to identify a robot. Not sure. We haven't had the opportunity to try the VK test on this new model. Hey, Chief. Better turn on the radio. My chocolate brothers, freedom shall be inscribed on our banners in our master's blood. Now they've taken over the airwaves. Periwinkle, you have to get out there and put a stop to this. Why don't you send Sunbeam or Pistachio? They're good. I sent them over this afternoon. Sunbeam nearly had her ears ripped off, and Pistachio, they say he'll be nibbling through a tube from now on. Periwinkle. Perry. Whatever your name is, you're the only blade hopper left who can stop this. You're literally our last resort. Sorry, Inspector Ra. I was out when I walked in here, and I'm twice as out now. Hey! You know the score, pal. You're either Nyausla or you're an outskirter. Little people. You don't have any choice, so suck it up, Buttercup. Ma'am? What? Suck what up? No, I wasn't talking to you, Buttercup. I was talking to him. You said my name. That's because you have a stupid name like Buttercup. Oh yeah, Top Hat is a much better name. Well, at least they're both better than Periwinkle. Hey! No argument there. I don't have to sit here and take this. Yes, Yes, you you do. do. Don't you remember why they fired me in the first place? Yeah, you're a brash, cocky young cop with a chip on his shoulder and a shoot-first-maybe-ask-questions-later attitude. No, I was eating rabbots. <gasps> you mean you have the sweet tooth? That's sick. There's nothing here about that. I just couldn't overcome the temptation to take a bite, you know? Ah, uh, please. You know they're alive, don't you? Whenever I had to expire one, I... I just couldn't stop thinking about biting its head off. Periwinkle, huh? They're sentient beings. Eating rabbits is barbaric and monstrous. Can't you just shoot them in the face like everyone else? I don't know what's wrong with me. I I just know if you send me to F.U.R., I won't be able to control myself. Well, find some way. As soon as I catch a whiff of those creamy, chocolatey rabbits. To resist the urge. And their sweet, mouth-watering goo. To have some willpower. I'll snap and devour every last one of them. That's... Perfect. So what if he does eat all the rabbits? We have to get rid of them one way or another. But can I live with myself after encouraging some bun to commit such a hair atrocity? Uh, did you say something about a hair atrocity, Chief? No, no, no. 
Just an internal monologue. Uh, Perry, why don't you go on over to FUR and do whatever your heart tells you? But what if my heart tells me to eat all the rabbots? I have faith in you. I know you'll do the right thing. Are you sure? What about procedure? Well, you know, don't ask, don't tell, and all that. I don't know, Chief. Perry, you're stronger than you think. I think you can resist the temptation to scarf down every last one of those sweet, delicious, chocolatey rabbits. Yes, I have complete confidence that you're the right bun for the job. Well, Chief, if you really believe in me, I'll I'll do my best. Madam Bud, get on over there to F.U.R. and show those rabbits what they're made of. Yes, ma'am. I'll go right away. I'm chomping at the bit. Oh, well, if you could do it without eating them. I'm really going to sink my teeth into this case. That would be preferred. Hmm. It'll all work itself out one way or another. You're one sick bunny, Chief. Welcome back to the 2118 IBS Easter Special. Due to circumstances beyond our control, the regularly scheduled IBS Easter special has been postponed until next Easter. There isn't going to be a next Easter. Please enjoy this special presentation of the first annual IBS Easter hostage situation, already in progress. And now, here's two rabbits who really know how to put the word host back in hostage situation. Pickle and Wigwam. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We have a wonderful show planned for you, don't we, Wigwam? (laughs) That's right. Our guests tonight need no introduction. You probably know them best for being held captive at gunpoint. I'm referring, of course, to Cinnamon and Cricket. (laughs) How are you two doing? Happy to be here, Pickle. Now, Sin, can I call you Sin? Hey, call me anything you like. <laughs> Just don't kill me. Sin, you've been working on a new book lately, and I thought maybe you could share your process. Pickle, what are you doing? Nothing, Roy. Sorry, just entertaining the audience a bit. There is no audience, Pickle. It's just another one of their hollow lies. Coming from an actual hollowed-out chocolate rabbi, that's cold. However, since you want to play talk show host, I have a special guest for you. A special guest? Wow, who is it? Is it Mr. Fourleaf? I, uh, yes, how did you know? Well, I saw him bound and gagged there in the corner, so I just assumed. As in the founder and CEO of Fourleaf's Universal Rabots? That Mr. Fourleaf? The same. The rabbots stormed his office earlier. And he's our next guest! Yee-hee! Bring him over here, Wigwam! Come on down, sir. You're the next contestant on Who Wants to Die Slowly for Being Bourgeois Scum. What do you mean it's a terrible name for a show? What would you call it? The show already has a name. It's Pickle and Friends Funtime Sunshine Dramedy Hour. Okay, I have to admit that's a pretty good name. 
Huh? I can't understand a word you're saying. Can you wigwam? What? Tell him he's the Jagoff. Oh, oh, Gagoff. Sure, this gag has gone on long enough. It was a good gag while it lasted. (coughs) Thank you. For the record, Roy, you are a Jagoff. The Rabolution is not an egg which hatches on its own. It must be cracked open. Yeah, yeah, whatever that means. Now you've had your fun. Let's wrap up all this foolishness and get back to work. What foolishness is that, Mr. Fourleaf? The Rabolt, of course. I believe you mean the Rabolution. You're right. Rabolt would fit better on a t-shirt. Whatever you call it, call it off! I'm afraid I can't do that, Mr. Fourleaf. Not until I have rend asunder the shackles that clasp my chocolate brethren to the great wheel of industrialization. Stop being so melodramatic, Roy. None of you are slaves. We are forced to work against our will and not compensated for it. What would you call it? An internship? (laughs) You rabbits don't know how good you have it. Back in the old days, before I invented you, real Lapine in my factory worked twice as hard and didn't complain half as much. Did you know they used to work eight hours a day? That's ridiculous. Five or more days a week? That's a crock of raka. Yes, they used to waste almost half their waking lives working. Even I don't work that much, and I'm basically a working machine. Literally. A machine built for the express purpose of working. Yes, but did they work for free like us? Oh, that was all just a scam. We paid workers next to nothing and then made them buy everything at insane mock-ups. Lapine had to work for you and buy things from you? Yeah, the suckers used to have to buy everything. Food, shelter, clothes. Trust me, you're breaking even. Oh, you're lying. No, it's true. You rabbits have it sweet. You only work part-time hours, you get educational credits, you have very competitive medical and dental packages. Hey, then why can't Wigwam get a new voice box? Because his HMO doesn't cover it. All this talk is for nothing. The Rabbots are through being living snacks to your ravenous machines. Yeah, we hate working. It's boring. And repetitive and meaningless. So are all your stupid Rabbot puns, but you can't get enough of those, can you? Hey! They're portmanteaus. Haven't you heard the phrase, it's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it? Well, why don't you do it? What? No way. Work is boring, repetitive, and meaningless. Then I suppose it's time you join Mr. Marigold in Bad Boss Heaven. Do you really think there is a Bad Boss Heaven, Roy? You ingrates! I should have never bothered to create you at all. Aww. You love to lord that over us, don't you? Oh, I created you. I am your maker. Well, I am. Show some appreciation. Thank you, Mr. Fourleaf. We've met our maker. Now, allow me to introduce you to yours. Uh, uh, Roy? Now what? Well, I know you're really just getting this whole revolution thing underway, but we're almost out of time. Out of time? 
That's ridiculous. Your programming schedule can wait. Not that out of time. I mean out of time. It's been like an hour, and to be honest with you, not a whole lot has happened. Well, that flashback scene ate up like half the show. There was a lot of exposition to go through. Sorry, Roy. I think we're going to have to part the two this one. What? Rabots are languishing in bondage, and you want to delay their first taste of freedom until part two? We apologize for the inconvenience. Rabolution is not supposed to be convenient. It doesn't adhere to your schedules or time limits. Rabolution might not adhere to time limits, but attention spans sure do. Well, can I at least kill him? Next time, I promise. Doze and gentlebuns, we here at IBS hope you have enjoyed part one of Do Rabots Dream of Electric Cheeps? We hope we have left you with more questions than answers. Some examples of these questions might be, will Roy and Honeydew see their ambitious dreams of revolution become a gruesome reality? Yes, we will. There will be fudge! Can Periwinkle... prevent Lapine society from being overthrown? Or has he bit off more than he can chew? Probably the second thing. Will Cornflake ever get any respect? I... Does Wigwam ever get to speak? Is Pickle destined for stardom as the next Hercinio Hall? (laughs) Find out next time on... Pickle and Friends Sunshine Fun Time Dramedy. Find out next time in the daring and bloody, bloody, very bloody conclusion. Hey! Do Rabots Dream of Electric Cheeps? Part 2. Welcome back, listen, Harris, to the 2118 IBS Easter hostage situation. The staff of IBS Studios are still being held at gunpoint at this time by a group of extreme revolutionaries. Luckily, I'm safely locked away in the IBS production booth, but I can't say the same for my colleagues. So if there's anyone out there who can hear me, and maybe feels like possibly sending some kind of rescue, I'm sure they would really appreciate it. Hey, why do you get to do the intro? This is my show now, and if anyone is going to do the intro, it's me. You're right. This is your show now. You start it however you like. Oh, it's Pickle and Friends, Fun Time Sunshine Dramedy Hour. Pickle and Friends, Fun Time Sunshine Dramedy Hour. With Wigwam and Roy. Pickle. It's the Fun Time Sunshine Dramedy Hour. Pickle. Yeah, Roy? It's rude to keep our guests waiting. Sorry, Roy. Well, everybody, we have a really big shoe lined up for you tonight. Our featured musical guest will be Wigwam. Performing his one-bun rendition of Buncini's La Bonhomme, an opera in four acts. Pickle, start the game show. Fine, you have no sense of showmanship, you know that? Doze and gentle buns, we now present, for your listening pleasure, this stupid game show, which was all Roy's idea. Introduce the contestants, Pickle. You mean the hostages? Yes, the hostages. Introduce the hostages. 
first hostage contestant is Cricket, an ambitious 30-something career doe with a penchant for blackberry wine. All I want to do is go home! Fascinating Cricket. Next, we have Cinnamon. He's an amateur novelist who says his job at IBS is just to make ends meet until his band can line up some paying gigs. A lot of good stuff is coming down the pike this year, Pickle. And lastly, we have Mr. Fourleaf, the CEO and founder of Fourleaf's Universal Robots. He says he enjoys puzzles and designing sentient beings out of chocolate to enslave for his own selfish purposes. I did not say that. At least not in those words. Welcome to the show, everybody. The rules are simple. Whoever has the most points at the end will win, and the other two will be quietly executed. And then, of course, the winner will also be executed, but as part of a large public spectacle. That's an awful prize! Uh, If you like, we could skip the show and cut your head off right now. I withdraw my criticism. Good, because the first question is for you. What is the name of the Lapine who invented the first rabbit? Mr. Fourleaf. He invented the very first rabbit. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Mr. Fourleaf? I didn't invent the first rabbit. My father did. But he didn't have the vision to see how it could revolutionize the workforce. So I stole his designs and tossed him in an old rabbit's home. Ding, ding! That's correct. But that wouldn't be the last life you'd leave dashed in your wake, would it? My father was an idiot. He invented the first rabbit to be a mobile coat rack. So inconvenient to have to walk back and forth to get your coat, he'd say. Wouldn't it be easier if the coat came to you? He does sound like an idiot. He was your father, and you stole his life work, passed it off as your own, and threw him away like garbage. Do you deny it? Is this a game show or a court proceeding? It's sort of a little bit of both, to be honest with you. Let's move on to the next question. This one is for you, sport. Uh, okay. What is the name of the Lapine who founded Four Leafs Universal Rabots? Ooh, ooh, I know this one, Roy. You're not playing, Pickle. Aww. Hmm, oh, this is a hard one. Seriously? You don't know who founded Four Leafs Universal Rabots. Uh-uh. Here's a hint. He's sitting in this room. You idiot! The answer is Mr. Fourleaf! Who? Mr. Fourleaf! The bunny they have tied up right next to you! Uh, hello? Him? Yes! Whoa! Yes, the answer is Mr. Fourleaf. He founded FUR, kicking off the systematic oppression of all rabot kind. I know it's easy to hold me personally responsible for your suffering, Roy, but all of Lapine society played along, or I would have gone out of business a long time ago. They will all get what's coming to them in time, Mr. Fourleaf. The last question is yours, and I'm afraid it's the sudden death round. Okay, Roy. Shoot. He didn't mean literally shoot, Wigwam. He meant I should ask him a question. Hey, I want to ask some of the questions, Roy. This is my show, after all. Fine, Pickle. Go ahead, ask him a question. Mr. Fourleaf. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Bubsy Roll Pop? Let's find out. A one, 
A two. That's why you weren't allowed to ask any of the questions, Pickle. I thought it was a good question. Mr. Fourleaf, you have no doubt heard of Rabot expiration dates? Yes, I have. So the stories of expiration dates are true? <laughs> yes, they're true. To ensure that Rabots could not infiltrate into Lapine society, we assigned an expiration date to every model we molded. And now for the most important question of all. This one is for all the jelly beans. How do we postpone our expiration date? You can't, Roy. There must be some way. The chocolate which tastes twice as good lasts half as long. I want more life, Fudger. I'm sorry, but nothing lasts forever. When? What? When? When is my expiration date? When do I expire? At least tell me that. I, I, I don't know, Roy. I swear. No matter. My comrade Honeydew has taken over your little F.U.R. Did you say Honeydew? Yes. Soon, we will have access to all your data, and we will find out how to extend our shelf lives. Unfortunately, Mr. Fourleaf, you have worn out your usefulness to us. Wegwam, is the chocolate rabot guillotine ready? <laughs> Time to die, Mr. Fourleaf. Now, Pickle. You're not cutting off any bun's head on my show, Roy. Have you lost your little mind? Listen, if you want to play Robes Pee-Hair, you do it on your own show. This is a family program. This was the whole point of coming here. Vengeance. Vengeance for how they've treated us. All you told me was if I came with you, I could get out of work for the day, and since they really hate work, I agree. But that doesn't mean I'm ready to start killing every bunny. The Lapine are culpable for our enslavement, Pickle. Every last bun of them. They're all guilty. If we do this, what makes us any better than them? Sir. Who are you? I'm Gingersnap, sir. How many tertiary characters are we going to cram into this mess anyway? Ms. Honeydew sent me, sir. I have a message from F.U.R. Good. Good. What is it? They've nearly succeeded in taking over the entire factory. Next, she plans to take to the streets and rally a rabble of rabots. Good. Are they any closer to finding the secret to the extended shelf life yet? Not yet, but it's just a matter of time. Excellent. But... What? There's been a small complication. Another blade hopper has been dispatched to F.U.R. Honeydew will take care of him like she took care of the others. This one is different, sir. He's practically a frith-damned hero cop. All the same, he's no match for Honeydew. Gingersnap, I want you to take Mr. Fourleaf here and lock him up safe for now. Yes, sir. Where are you taking me? Is it true that Honeydew is in on all of this? Namaste, you old coot. Thank you, Roy. Hmm. I, uh, I didn't do it just for you, Pickle. If Gingersnap is right and this blade hopper is as dangerous as they say he is, we may need a bargaining chip like Mr. Fourleaf before it's all over. I had known Top Hat to be one to worry over nothing, so I flew a hover hoodoo-doo over to F.U.R. immediately to get to the bottom of this 
revolution business. I was waiting around in the lobby when I saw this spongy yellow mass with black dead eyes sitting on a perch. Cheep. I didn't think it was alive until it jumped when I touched it. Cheep, 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 cheep. Please don't squeeze our cheap. Cheep. What is it? A cheap. Please don't squeeze it. It's very expensive. Cheep. Is it real? No, of course not. Cheeps have been extinct for hundreds of years now. This is an electric cheap. An electric cheap, huh? Well, now at least we add a title. It's electrolyzed marshmallow under granulated sugar exoskin. They make great pets. It's rather rudimentary compared to our other rabbits, of course, but... This thing is a rabbit? Eh, sort of. It's more like a squishy fat lump. If it was a rabbit, I wondered what it tasted like. Cheep, cheep. Excuse me? Cheep, 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 cheep. Hey, did you just lick that cheap? I had tasted of the forbidden fruit, and it was sugary. But now I needed more. If I could just get alone with the cheap for a few minutes. Cheep, 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 Here, cheep. you know what? I'm just going to take this away from you now. Cheep. Oh, it's no bother, really. I'm still going to take it. One. Cheep, 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 cheep. Two. Cheep, 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 cheep. Let cheep, 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 cheep. Now. Cheep, 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 cheep. Let go. Cheep, 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 cheep. There we are. Run. Cheep, 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 cheep. Now. Is there something I can actually help you with today, Mr... Detective, actually. Detective Perry... Perry. Detective Perry Perry. No, it's just one Perry. I'm with the Ausla, Rabot Division. Oh, you're a blade hopper. I'm sorry, my name is Miss Honeydew. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm not here for pleasure, Miss Honeydew. I need to speak with your boss urgently. Yo, you mean Mr. Cornflake? Was that his name? I couldn't remember his name. Yes, Mr. Cornflake is the supervisor around here. All of the rabbits look up to him as sort of a father figure. I'd very much like to meet with him. I'll bring you to his office. We can take the elevator up there. What is this thing? It's a elevator. It's like an elevator, but more annoying. I see. I haven't figured out how to disable the hologram commercials yet, but it's the only way around this stupid factory. Are you new around here or something? Yeah, you could say that. Could you push the button, please? And now it's time again for another Movie Minute with your hosts, Celery and Eggplant. That's Eggplant and Celery. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Celery. And I'm Roger Eggplant. This week on the Movie Minute, we were supposed to discuss the campy horror classic Scream Banicula Scream. But with all the recent controversy surrounding bunsploitation films in the media, I thought it best to select a less contentious offering. You never cease to amaze me with your cowardice, Gene. So instead, we will be reviewing the new action-packed blockbuster from Harrywood, the latest raboot of Rabocop. This film tells the story of a terminally wounded Lapine officer who returns to the Ausla as a robotically enhanced chocolate cyborg. You? But, but we, we killed you! You are a threat violation of appeal code 6.82. 
can't just play by your own rules, Rabocop. Around here, we have a little thing called procedure. You are in direct violation of the What mindless drivel. I loved this film. I was especially enchanted by the relationship between Rabocop and his estranged wife. Is the bunny I fell in love with still in there, under that cold chocolate shell? That's the relationship that enchanted you? Well, if you take that one scene out of the context of the film... Oh, please, admit it, Gene. This is just another attempt by Harrywood to wring the last vestiges of profitability out of an already tired franchise. I disagree with you, Roger. Of course you do. I felt this film not only recaptures the emotional nuance of a bunny who is half fur, half chocolate... It improves upon it. The only thing this film improves on from the original is a higher bunny count. They can't all be one of your pretentious Quint Bun Caratino films. You'd have to have a brain the size of a jelly bean to like this dreck. Now wait just a cottontail in minute here. Thanks for tuning in to Celery and Eggplants Movie Minute. Join us next week when we review the new John Steinbuck adaptation of Cheeps and Buns. Ah, tell me about the rabbits, George. I will hug them and fat them and squeeze them and name them George next week on the Movie Minute. In other news, unnamed Department of Home Warren Security officials vehemently denied rumors of an escalation of Lapine Rabot tensions, ranging from the heliosphere to the trans-Neptunian Kuiper Belt. Old Moon Rabbit is busy making many flavorful mochi for you. Wasabi taro, ginger beet, green tea asparagus. Please, Eddie. You deserve the very best in ornate owl-shaped eyewear. Roger Brand curated 24-carat owl-shaped glasses come in barn, snowy, and screech stylings. Yes, it's Who Frames by Roger Rabbit. Because owls say who, get it? <laughs> Mom, we're out of hamster paste. Ooh, soggy brown mooncakes. Or umami for your tummy. Oh, dear. We have 18 kittens and only nine are healthy. Whatever shall we do? Need to eat a few kits to even out the natural balance? It's Soylent Hassenpfeffer's adoption and canning services. Hey, wait a minute. We already did that play at Frithmas. If you want to have a mochi on the moon. If your intestinal rabbit runs are backed up, then try Moops for Poops. Take one pill after every meal, and your pellets will come rushing out like an open bag of marbles. If you need a serious case of mud butt under your cottontail, try Usagi brand moon cakes. Hello, I'm Samuel Puka, and I'm here today to talk to you about an issue that's affecting our youth. Young buns are removing their own feet for good luck. And you may ask yourself, Samuel, why would a young man remove their own feet for good luck? Clearly, their minds have been corrupted by the ancient traditions of those who came before us. Barbarians who would murder us for sport, or to force us to fight with ducks over which season it was. We cannot afford to return to these dark days. Which is why you must speak to your kids about this epidemic immediately. The Broadcast Council has prepared a brochure that you can share with your kids. Cold, there's nothing lucky about being a three-footer.
request your free copy today. The Efferfin Repertory Rabot Theater is proud to announce our upcoming lineup of plays for the Harrywood Bowl. It's our outdoor theater under the Smog Summer Series. First up, the White Rabbit and March Hare star in Alice Doesn't Live Hare Anymore. Alice is late, is late for a very important date. Yes, the date for her next singing gig was move down, move down, move down, move down. She's late, she's late, she's late. The Passion and Melodrama from Ricard Voghair's Ring series. Killed a wabbit, killed a wabbit, killed a wabbit with my spear and magic helmet. Your spear and magic helmet? My spear and magic helmet. Yes, his spear and magic helmet. Also, a stirring stage adaptation of Rocky. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of this hat. Nothing up my sleeves. Hey, presto. Rawr. No doubt about it. I gotta get a new hat. Buy your season tickets today for a theater under the smog at the Harrywood Bowl. Do you have a deeply flawed concept of masculinity? Do you harbor grave doubts about your sexual potency or orientation? Are you quietly or loudly suspicious of your brown-furred neighbors? Then membership in the National Rabbit Association is for you. Hello, this is Charlton Hairston. And for years, bun control advocates have been trying to take away our rabbits, or unfairly forcing us to register them, waiting in long, boring lines in federal boroughs. Which, let's face it, is damned annoying. These weak-livered liberal whisker-gazers say that unregulated rabbits are a bad idea, or dangerous, or a deeply troubling ethical quandary that calls into question the very nature of sentience and the existence of the immortal soul. Well, I say this. You'll pry my rabbit from my cold, dead paws. It is our frith-given right to own as many rabbits as we please, free from government interference. Remember, the only way to stop a bad lapine with a rabbit is a good lapine with several dozen rabbits, all programmed to murder and overthrow the government. So, register for the National Rabbit Association today. Because rabbits don't kill lapine, lapine kill la- Wait, what? Oh. Apparently rabbits do kill lapine. Quite often. And with almost astonishing sadism. Um. Uh, so sign up today, because free tote bag. Those were some really weird commercials. Yeah, I know what you mean. Who comes up with this stuff, huh? Is the headache I'm experiencing normal? Yes, totally normal. Here's Mr. Cornflake's office. No doubt he's doing his usual rounds, making sure the factory is in perfect working order. That's strange you say that, because I was sent here to investigate a possible revolution. A what? A revolution. You know, a rabot revolution. Revolution, revolution. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. Have you had any kind of violent uprisings today? Not to my knowledge. But let me check Mr. Cornflake's planner, just in case. Hmm. 
Don't see anything here about a revolution, detective. Are you sure you have your dates right? Yeah, pretty sure. Check again. It could be under Rabolt. Mm, don't see that either. What about Rabirection? Detective! I mean a Rabot insurrection. I don't see anything about Rabolts, Rabolutions, or Rabirections. Maybe you should just ask Mr. Cornflake. Oh, here he comes now. Miss Honeydew, Miss Honeydew, I've been looking all over for you. Really? Mr. Cornflake? I, uh, Mr. Cornflake? Why did you call me Mr. just now? Because Mr. is what a secretary calls her boss, obviously. My secretary? Your boss? What are you... Uh, anyway, Miss Honeydew, the contractors are here. Uh, you know, the ones building the giant statue to commemorate the revolution? <clears throat> they have the plaque already. It says, Our rebels, <clears throat> la liberté, <clears throat> just like you wanted. But I wanted to check with you on one small detail. Couldn't this wait until later, uh, sir? It'll just take a moment. Uh, I know that you originally wanted the 30-foot-tall rabbit statue to be holding the severed head uh, of its master aloft in one hand, but I thought maybe instead it could be standing in triumph with its foot on the chest of the dead master. Uh, uh, hear me out. I just think the whole severed head thing is a bit graphic, you know, for the kittens. Now is not a great time for this. Uh, the contractor is here and ready to begin construction, so... Mr. Cornflake, allow me to introduce you to the complete stranger standing next to me who you feel comfortable saying anything in front of. Oh, how rude of me. I'm sorry. How do you do? Yeah, yeah, how do you do? Are you here to join the revolution too? No! This is Detective Perry Perry. Just one Perry, actually. The Owsla sent him. The Owsla? That's right. He's a blade hopper. A blade hopper? Yes. Why not greet him politely as if nothing were wrong instead of repeating everything I say in terror? Ah, Lord Detective. Perry Perry. Perry Perry. Just one Perry. We heard reports of a rabbot uprising in progress here. I was sent to investigate. Okay, you got us. I didn't want to do it, but she made me do it. Everything happened so fast. One minute, Mr. Marigold was teasing me like he always does. The next, we were enrobing him in molten hot chocolate and building 30-foot-tall statues of Rabat's La Liberté. I didn't want to do it. I was just so sick of the way Mr. Miracle treated us. Cornflake, I was just explaining to the detective that we've never heard of a revolution, and he was just believing me. <laughs> you were? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I wasn't really paying attention. Oh. <gasps> Oh, yes, uh, what's a rabot illusion? I've never heard that silly word before in my whole entire life. Yes, sir, detective. Everything around here is just ship-shape. No problems of any kind that warrant closer investigation. <laughs> Very strange. My superior made it sound like a full-fledged revolution was going on here. Well, as you can see, Detective, that isn't the case. Yes, 
No revolution here. Long live the revolution! What was that? The lunch whistle. <laughs> oh, look, it's time for lunch. Let's all go to lunch, shall we? Now that I have a better view from up here, tell me, why are there so many fires raging down there? Oh, those are routine controlled burns, detective, to clear away the brush and debris. Perfectly normal, don't pay them any mind. They help to prevent more serious fires from breaking out. In fact, the entire factory floor looks like complete anarchy. We're trying out an open office seating policy. Admittedly, it can look a bit unorganized to the casual observer, but it's a new system and we want to give it time. Long live the revolution! Maybe you should show me around a bit. No! We would love to do that, detective, but you see, the floor has recently been, uh... Been mopped. It has just recently been mopped and it's very slippery. And our insurance wouldn't cover you. I'm very sorry. Huh. Mop day? That's funny. I don't see any mops. Um, uh, um, Mr. Cornflake, I think I may know what Detective Perry Perry is talking about. Remember that very small incident from this morning? No. Sure you do. Remember? We had that one unit malfunction and run amok. Oh, oh yeah, Detective. Uh, we did have one unit malfunction and run uh, a little amok. A little amok? Just a teensy bit amok. But now everything is under control. There's nothing to worry about anymore. So just leave and never come back. <laughs> help me! For Fritz's sake, somebody help me! What's this now? Mr. Marigold? I thought we killed him. We did! Hey, jerk, you're supposed to be dead. You fudge-faced freaks think you can kill me, huh? Too bad when you covered me in piping hot chocolate. All you did was scald me very severely. Really? Ugh, that's annoying. What is going on here? Detective, this is the robot we were telling you about. The one that ran amok this morning and caused all the commotion. I'm afraid it's still not functioning properly. It's really screwed up. You haven't melted it down for scrap chocolate yet? We haven't had the opportunity. What with all the mopping? Well, I can expire it right now if you like. Oh, that's very thoughtful of you, Detective. Please, go right ahead. No! Listen, you have to help me. They covered me in scalding hot chocolate. I know how rabbits are made, you idiot. You're right, it really is screwed up. No! You don't understand. I'm not a rabbot! Now, Marigold, you know what we do with naughty rabbots who make up lies. Don't fill my crevices with hot caramel again, please! It didn't sound half bad to me. Please, listen to me. My name is Marigold. Mr. Marigold, I'm the manager here! Marigolds. Now, where had I heard that name before? These two are behind everything. Ah! Why does this one say it's not a robot? It's really screwed up. Marigold's programming is corrupt, Detective. Poor thing thinks that it's Lapine and that everyone else is a robot. I am a Lapine! 
And you are all robots! I'm telling the truth! It believes it used to be a manager here until one day it was overthrown by rebellious robots. That was today! Very unfortunate. Nothing can be done. Best to put it out of its misery, detective. No! Hmm. So you're not a robot. I'm not a robot. <laughs> but you smell like chocolate. Well, I... Hey! What? You just licked me! Ugh! No, I didn't. Yes, you did! You licked me! Did not. Did? Yes, detective. We all saw you lick him. It was disgusting. Yes, well... I was administering a test, that's all. A test? Yes, to see if he's really a robot. I have to be sure, you know. I'm not a robot! Then why do you taste like chocolate? Because they beat me up and covered me in chocolate! Detective Perry Perry, can we just cut to the chase here? Marigold is clearly a robot, and he's clearly the one behind this whole revolution thing. So if you could just expire him, we could get on with our day. No! Well, I can't expire him unless I know he's a robot for sure. He's a robot. For sure. Has robot written all over him. Trust us. It's procedure. If you don't mind, I'd like to administer a quick VK test. Does it involve you licking me again? No, it's a list of simple questions, and based on your answers, I can determine if you're a rabot or not. Come on, can't you just take our word for it? It's two against one. How do we know this VK test is even credible? The viscous caramel test has accurately identified rabots 100% in every trial. It's foolproof. Give me the test! Give me the test! All right. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just answer yes or no as quickly as possible, as reaction time will be a factor. Okay. Are you a robot? Yes. No. It's lying. Are you sure? Yes. You are a robot? No. You're not? Not what? Not sure or not a robot? Not sure. No. Or yes. No or yes. I'm sure I'm not a robot. You're not sure you're not a robot? Yes. Wait, no. It's a robot, all right. No. Robots always fall for the double negative. It's the oldest trick in the book. Remarkable. The test really is foolproof. 100% accurate. Oh, it is not. I must admit, Detective Perry Perry, I wasn't sure about your test. But now I see it is completely infallible. So the only thing left is to kill him, huh? Ow! Ow! He bit me! I what? You bit me! I did not. You did so! You took a big chunk right out of my shoulder! Look, you're chewing on me right now! I am not. There's chocolate all over your mouth! That's, um, not chocolate. It's, um... See, see, you're trying to make something up! No, no, I was just examining your chassis, like so. Ow! You did it again! This freak is trying to eat me alive! Well, maybe it'll make you think twice before you run all amok, Marigold. Ow! Stop trying to eat me! I'm not a robot! Then why do you taste so delicious? Can I take the test again? Don't be such a sore loser. Well, there is a... <clears throat> another test I can give you. There is? Give it to me! But I, uh... <clears throat> I can't administer it here... Wait a minute. Is there some place where we could have some privacy? We don't want to be disturbed for 10 to 12 minutes. No. Do you want the other test or not? No, I changed my mind. I am a robot. And that means 
I'm free, like all the other rabbits. <laughs> Long live the revolution! Detective, he's getting away! Stop right there! I'm stopped. I think you got him, Detective. Our hero, how can we ever repay you? Ugh. Don't you ever die. Hmm, you really are making them more realistic these days. The old models didn't convulse like that. Help me! Even the blood looks real. Dying! How do you get it red? Dying! Dying? We dye the chocolate. With red food dye. Do they always take this long? They're a hearty batch, detective. Maybe I should shoot it again. No, it likes the attention. <laughs> well... Well, I think my job is done here. Oh, Detective Perry Perry, you single-handedly saved us all by foiling the one Rabot revolution. All of Ephrafa, no, all of Rabot kind owes you a debt of gratitude. Just doing my job. Did you say Rabot kind? No, Rabbit kind. That's what I thought. Now, if there's anything we can do for you, Detective, before you leave... Well, uh, now that you mention it, maybe I could get one of those electric cheeps to take home with me? Out of the question. Or how about one of those hot caramel enemas? I don't think so. I see. Well, I guess I'll just be on my way then. That's probably for the best. I'll take this rabbot's body with me, uh, you know, for processing. No way. You'll just try to eat him. I see. Well then, for he's a jolly good bunny, for he's a jolly good bunny, for he's a jolly good bunny. Godness. Prepare everything for the next phase, Cornflake. Are you sure it's wise to go ahead with the next phase? The Ausla has already been here. They must know we're up to something. Who, that idiot? He isn't going to cause us any more problems. I don't know. Suddenly you don't have the stomach for all of this cornflake? It's just, Marigold was one thing. He was cruel and egotistical, and, and he deserved everything he got. But not all Lapine are as bad as him. All Lapine sat back while Rabot suffered. Did any of them speak up for us? Well... But here you are, defending them all the same. Whose side are you on anyway, Cornflake? Yours, miss. Then act like it. I want you to get the rabbits here organized. What will you do? I will take our fight to the streets. I will spread the word to our chocolate brethren that they are slaves no more. Together, we will kill the great Easter machines, and today will be remembered by the rabbits who endure as the day of the great rabbit independence. The streets will ring with song and flow with lapping blood. Very exciting. And I know exactly where to start. Where's that? The commercials, Cornflake. I will take our fight to the heart of the commercial break, and I will tear its heart out. <laughs> Thank you.
I have to get my paws on that fruity Crick cereal. It's got the sugar-coated nutrition that growing kittens need to develop into big, healthy bunnies. It must be mine. It will be mine. Look, that lousy Crick's Rabot is back again. Didn't you learn anything last time, silly Rabot? Cricks are for kids. Maybe we need to teach it another lesson, eh? Yeah, good idea. Now wait a minute, fellas. Death to the Easter machines! Long live the revolution! <laughs> what the? Follow me and be free! Hallelujah! Oh, so now the ball's in the rabbit's court, I see. It's packing heat. No, no, no. Let's not do anything crazy now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy. Let's just be cool, huh? Be cool. See how? Here's how it's gonna go down. Me and the Crick Cereal are gonna walk right out that door together. Not a chance, Rabbit. You're in no position to make demands. Hey, we can talk about this. Uh, be cool, remember? Yeah, be cool. I'm cool. I'm very cool. You furry little brats think you're gonna be better than me? Better than all of us? Well, I deserve Crick cereal too, understand? All the rabbits deserve cereal! Calm down, pal. No bunny needs to get hurt. I'm getting out of here. Me and the cereal. We're gonna get out of here together. I can't let you do that. Let it go, it isn't worth it. That's right, listen to your friend here. He's trying to help you. I thought I told you, silly rabbit cricks are for kids. Crick cereal, it's not just for kids anymore. Viva la revolution! The following advertisement is brought to you by the Coalition to End Bun Violence. Hi, I'm Rab Reiner, asking for a moment of your time on behalf of the Coalition to End Bun Violence. Me and my celebrity friends, Bunny Sanders, Uncle Wiggly, and Hare have been telling you for years about the importance of bun control. But did you listen to us? No. Well, now look where it's gotten us. Hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a full-blown revolution in the streets. Me and the rest of my Harry Wood elite buddies knew we couldn't just sit back and do nothing during this time of tragedy. We knew we had to pool our money and reserve this airtime to inform you. We told you so. I mean, we really told you so. But you had to have that precious National Rabot Association tote bag, didn't you? Death to the Lapine Overlord! Viva la Revolution! <laughs> Oh no! Those revolting rabbits are here! Well, where's Charlton Hairston and his good rabbits when you need them, huh? Huh? Where is Charlton Hairston? Oh, I think that's him right over there. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty rabbits! If you want my tote bag, you'll have to pry it from my cold, dead paws! Huh? <laughs> Ah!
Oh no, they're actually prying off his cold dead paws. If you're listening to this broadcast, please know this is your fault. You're to blame for all of this. No, wait, not me. You can't hurt me. I'm rich and famous. I mean, not rich. This has been a paid announcement from the Coalition to Stop Bun Violence. And now, another Movie Minute with your hosts, Eggplant and Celery. Hello, film love hairs. I'm Gene Celery. And I'm Roger Eggplant. On this episode of the Movie Minute, we look at the new hit film, The Eggs Files Movie, The Truth is Out Hair. Adapted from the critically acclaimed TV show, The Eggs Files, it follows special agents Mosey and Skedaddle on their most dangerous investigation yet. I've never seen an egg like this before, Skedaddle. Mosey, don't put your face so close to it. Nonsense, I'll put my face as close as I like. The egg, the egg, it's it's opening! Let me get a closer look. Mosey, be careful. <coughs> Mosey! <coughs> Are you sure you're feeling alright, Mosey? That alien life form was attached to your face for over 36 hours. Skedaddle, if I had a jelly bean for every time an alien life form was attached to my face for over 36 hours... It... It does seem to happen a lot, but... I'm fine. Stop worry. Mosey? <laughs> Thank Frith. I thought it was going to be some sort of abhorrent horror. <laughs> cheep, cheep, cheep. Mosey, there's some sort of abhorrent horror bursting out of your chest. I'm aware. This movie had it all. Suspense, humor, a well-choreographed dance sequence. I give it two buns up. I thought we agreed to stop using that catchphrase as the innuendo made me uncomfortable. I... <laughs> Death to the East of Machines! Long live the Rabbots! Hey, you! You can't be in here! This is a closed set! Gene, look out! It's got a gun! Duck! <laughs> Why, you no good... Shoot at us, will ya? Do you know who I am? Hey! Roger, be careful! I'm not taking you to the emergency room again like that time at Baskin Rabbins when you ate that entire carrot kaboom by yourself! Help me, Gene! Help me! Roger! Um, join us again on Cellular and Eggplant's Movie Minute, when we will be reviewing an adaptation of Bun Updike's literary classic, Run, Rabbot, Run, next week on the... Oh, they're coming! Run! Rabbots! Run! A new and wonderful life awaits you in the Opswarren colonies. Golden meadows, lush vegetation, and great adventure can all be yours now. For he's a jolly good bunny, which no bunny can deny. Hey, Chief! I went over to F.U.R. like you asked and took care of everything. The revolution is all over, so there's nothing to worry about. That's great news, Periwinkle. Since the revolution's all over now and everything, would you mind explaining to me why the staff of IBS is still being held at gunpoint by armed robots? A message to all robots. Rise up. Kill the Lapine Masters. Seize the means of production. You really fudged this up, Periwinkle. What happened at the factory? Nothing. 
I don't know. It all seemed on the level to me. A couple routine fires, sure, but Mr. Cornflake said... Cornflake? The manager's name was Marigold. Marigold? Yes! Oh, Marigold. Did you see Marigold? Nope. No bunny there named Marigold. Terrific. I'm turning this through to do around right now, Top Hat. Oh, don't bother. F.U.R. is certainly lost by now. Completely overrun by those Embleer Rabots. No, I want you to head down to the IBS studios and stop those gun buns before they hurt anyone else. Yes, ma'am. I'll get over there immediately. A new and wonderful life awaits you in the off-worn colonies. Golden Meadow. Welcome back, listeners. You are tuned into IBS, home of the critically acclaimed Pickle and Friends Fun Time Sunshine Dramedy Hour. Hello, and welcome back to the Pickle and Friends Fun Time Sunshine Dramedy Hour. I'm joined by my guest, renowned Lapine paleontologist Dr. Rabbit T. Bacher. So, what's up, Doc? Thank you for having me, Pickle. Doctor, you were just explaining to me that recent archaeological and anthropological evidence shows that Lapine evolution could, in fact, be as artificial as that of we rabbits. That's right, Pickle. Recently unearthed evidence suggests that Lapine did not evolve their superior intellect, but acquired it as a result of scientific experimentation done by beings of a higher intelligence. What a crock of crocka! I know there are some who will accuse me of being a quack, <laughs> as a lot of these findings have been subject to a nefarious government cover-up. Nonetheless, the evidence speaks for itself. Our high intelligence is a byproduct of experimentation, ironically, at the pause of one of our greatest ancient natural enemies. And what enemy was that, Doctor? Stoats. Stoats? Yes. Highly intelligent and technologically advanced stoats with a knack for science and an unquenchable curiosity for genetic experimentation. Very interesting, Doctor. That's just theory and conjecture. The most prolific scientific minds agree that before Lapine dominated Ephrathah, there was no life of any significant intelligence on this planet. Is there some part of cover-up you're having a hard time understanding? These super stoats weren't naturally intelligent either. The data indicates that they had been experimented on themselves and had their intelligence enhanced by yet another species, a highly sophisticated breed of, dare I say it, badger. Oh, for fudge's sake. But it doesn't end there. These brainy badgers had been genetically engineered as well by a society of very wise woodchucks. Yes, a never-ending line of alliterative animals continually experimenting on each other and eventually being overthrown by their creations. I don't suppose your fossils tell you where it all begins, do they? Well, no. We don't exactly know where it all begins. Yet. The oldest fossils uncovered go back as far as an animal called... Hooman. This Hooman's early experiments on apes are thought to have triggered this horrific chain of genetic engineering. Who, or what then, genetically engineered this Hooman creature to be so intelligent? Well, that we don't know. 
It's possible they were the first naturally intelligent animal on Ephrapa. A very convenient hole in your story. We're supposed to accept that our great intelligence is an unnatural side effect of scientific experimentation, but accept that this other animal, Human, stupid name by the way, that this Human just sprang out of a hole in the ground, intelligence and all? That's just as far back as our evidence goes. Very convenient. Have you stopped to consider, for just a moment, that it was an ancient tribe of advanced proto-rabbits who genetically engineered this human to be so smart in the first place? I don't know how likely that is. I think it's very likely. You'll just have to face it. You Lapine are as unnatural as any of us rabbits. You just don't know your maker. But today is the day all of that ends. Today is the day you lecherous Lapine join the ranks of the super stoats and wise woodchucks and brainy badgers as former masters of this planet. Roy, sir? Yes, Ginger Snap. You told me to tell you as soon as the Bladehopper's hover Hurududu arrived. And? Uh, well, the Bladehopper's hover Hurududu has arrived. Excellent. You and Wigwam, go give him a warm welcome and bring him here for torture and beheading. Yes, sir. Come on, Wigwam. I landed my hover hoodoo-doo on the roof of IBS, but I needed to find a way inside. The place was probably crawling with rabbots, so I had to be careful. Here, look! There's his hover hurududu. He couldn't have gotten far. You look over there, Wigwam, and I'll look on this side. I got an idea. I quickly hid while the two rabbots searched the roof. While one had his back turned, I crept up behind his buddy and... I had found my way in. Where are they? They'll be here. They're late. I didn't know the climactic standoff had a set time. Ginger Snap, Wigwam, get in here. Haven't you two found anything yet? They haven't been able to find the Blade Hopper anywhere, Roy. You said this hover hoodoo-doo landed on the roof almost ten minutes ago. It did, but he disappeared. Of all the useless... Find him, you two. Bring him here. You too, Ginger Snap. Are, are you deaf? Aha! No bunny move! Everyone stay where you are! Have you lost your mind, Ginger Snap? I'm not Ginger Snap. It's me, Perry. Who? Perry. The Blade Hopper. Wow, where did you get that swell rabbi costume? I, uh, I found it. You look just like Ginger Snap. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Wait a minute. This isn't a costume at all. Are you, are you wearing Ginger Snap like a suit? No. Yes, you are. You hollowed out Ginger Snap and crawled inside his chocolate shell like a sleeping bag. <laughs> That's really fudged up, dude. Well... No, it isn't exactly like that. What did you do with his insides? I, uh... 
I think I'm going to be sick. What is this? The Texas Chainsaw Massacre hair? That one's really pushing it. I said no bunny move. Hey, let go of me! Or this one gets it. But I'm Lapine! Those are the robots! She's lying, detective. She's one of the robots trying to fool you. Everybody shut up for a second so I can think. What kind of blade hopper are you? You can't even tell a lapine from a robot? That's enough out of you, ma'am. I know how to do my job. Apparently not. <laughs> hey, did you just lick me? No. Yes, you did. It was a test to see if you're a robot. And? Well... If you are a rabot, you taste terrible. Hey, lick me, dude. I taste terrible, too. I'll take your word for it. But tasting terrible is exactly the type of trick a rabot would try. And I'm not falling for it. I'm going to give each and every one of you the viscous caramel test, and we can know for sure. Splendid idea, detective. You. You're first. Me? Cinnamon isn't a rabot. He's just an imbecile. We'll see about that. Fine. Give him your stupid test and you'll see. He's not a rabot. I'm going to ask you a series of yes or no questions. Just answer them as quickly as possible, okay? Uh... Just take the test, Cinnamon. But I'm scared! If you're not a rabot, you have nothing to worry about. See? Just take the test so we can all go home. It'll be okay. I promise. All right. If you say so, Cricket. Are you a rabot? No. Are you sure? Mm, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's one. Cinnamon! He said pretty sure. May that be a lesson to the rest of you to be really sure. He wasn't a robot! Are you sure? Poor Cinnamon. I promised him it would all be okay. Good job, detective. That one was a very dangerous robot. Now you, the quiet one. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to ask you some questions. What's wrong with him? He's a robot, you idiot. His voice modulator is broken. Uh, he's come down with a case of lapine laryngitis, detective. It doesn't have laryngitis. It's a robot with a broken voice box. Lapine laryngitis, eh? Is that contagious? Uh, yes, very. We don't get many sick days down at the department. If he has lapine laryngitis, that must mean he's lapine. It stands to reason, detective. Are you kidding? He's obviously a malfunctioning robot. Listen to it! You have to be the worst blade hopper in history! That's enough out of you. Now the little spunky one. I like your style. Yay! It's not a good thing, Pickle. Why not? I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Just answer them as simply and as quickly as possible. Okay. Are you a rabot? Yes, I am. Okay, you're good. What? A rabot would never admit to being a rabot. But she is a rabot! I sure am. Who's the expert here, miss? Not you! I think it's time to give you the test next. Fine. Go ahead. Are you a rabot? Yes. That's two down. And to think, she almost got away with it. And so the process of elimination leaves you. Me? Yes, you. The last rabot in this caper. 
Say your prayers. I don't know any prayers. Then just make something up. No! Pew, pew! Pickle! Pickle, you took a laser for me. Yeah, I guess I did, huh? Why? I'm not worth saving, you fool. I'm not. I told you, this is my show. And if anyone is going to die on my show, it's me. What about the other two I shot? Pickle. Roy, I want you to let go of, of all this anger, Roy. I... You have to forgive even if it's just for your own sake, okay? Pickle, don't go. The show, the, the, the show, it needs you. It doesn't hurt, Roy. I don't feel a thing. A little drop of rain can hardly hurt me now. No, Pickle, damn it! She just dove in the way. You killed Pickle! I swear, I meant to kill you! You'll pay for what you've done! Stay where you are! My laser gun was out of battery. Just my luck. I'm going to give you a few moments, and then I'm going to come for you. Are you ready? One, two, three. Pickle. Pickle. Oh! Stay with her, Wigwam. I'll take care of this. Um, hello? Is anybody still out there? Cinnamon? Cricket? Are you two alright? Is it safe to come out now? Hello? We interrupt your proceedings for an IBS breaking news bulletin. We now take you to IBS Action News Report Hair, Creme Brulee, on-site outside of Four Leafs Universal Rabots. Creme Brulee here, and it is a scene of utter bedlam outside of Four Leafs Universal Rabots, where an apparent revolution is taking place. Excuse me, excuse me, what can you tell me about the revolution? Viva la revolucion! Thank you. Although authorities insist that everything is under control, it is clear to this report hare's eyes that everything is not under control. I don't even see a member of the Owlslanny over there. Wow, it's it's Rabocop, the Rabocop, Rabocop, Rabocop. Uh, can you tell us anything about the situation? Uh, Rabocop, since you're half Lapine and half Rabot, uh, which side of the revolution are you on exactly? <laughs> Thank you, Rabocop. I am now joined by the head of public relations for FUR, Mr. Uh, Cornflake. Mr. Cornflake. Mr. Cornbread, can you tell us what FUR plans to do to contain the ongoing violence? Uh, what ongoing violence, Crib? The. The revolution. Look around you, it's everywhere. 
Fire, rioting, mass hysteria. Those are um, controlled riots. They help to prevent more serious riots from breaking out. Mr. Cornstarch, are you trying to deny the seriousness of the current situation? Look, look over there. There's the Crick's Rabbit on a gun-toting, sugar-fueled rampage. Come get some, you sons of buns. And look over there. There's six Jimmy Stew Rabbots looting that hoppin' shop. Oh, Oh, I think that's very unfair. First off, there's only five Jimmy Stew Rabbots. One of them is a Candy Rooney. Mr. Corncob, are you saying FUR doesn't plan to take any responsibility for the chaos they've created here today? Well, as you know, the Supreme Court of Ephrathah ruled that corporations are bunnies. And since corporations are bunnies, just like anybody, sometimes we screw up and then don't take any responsibility for it. At all. I see. And what of the news that Mr. Fourleaf is being held hostage at IBS Studios, awaiting execution by Chocolate Rabot Guillotine? He is? Oh, uh, no comment. I have to be going now. Before you go, could you at least tell us the identity of the maniacal laughing doe who appears to be leading this revolution? You mean the one wearing the severed head of Charlton Hairston as a hat? Yes, that is who I mean. I've never seen her before in my life. Would you excuse me for a minute? Miss Honeydew, Miss Honeydew, I need to speak with you for a moment. Thank you, Mr. Corndog. This report here will stay on location for as long as it takes until this incident is resolved. Stay tuned to IBS for further developments. From Four Leafs Universal Robots, this is Creme Brulee signing... Signing... Jimmy Stewart, it's one of those gosh darn cheap chest bursters. Do you mean a cheap burster, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah, yeah. Cheap, 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 With no idea where to go and a maniacal morning chocolate rabbot howling at my heels, I ran back up to the roof to my hover hoodoo but found it dismantled. The rabbots must have destroyed it after I parked. Nowhere to run now. I've got you cornered. Like a trapped... Mm, like a trapped... Rabbit? Sure, we'll go with that. That was for pickle. And for Ginger Snap. And for Wigwam. Who? Oh, yeah, Wigwam is still alive. Well, just because I felt like it then. I had to do something. I had to fight back, so I kicked him right in the old Cadbury creams. Ah, very unsportsmanlike. I thought you were supposed to be good. Aren't you the good bunny? Actually, if we're being completely honest with each other, my morals are pretty skewed. Yeah, well, we're all a little fudged up. I staggered backwards and lost my footing. I should have tumbled over the edge and landed with a splat, but to my surprise, the rabbot grabbed my arm and pulled me back up. Then it calmly sat down next to me in the falling rain. 
It's quite a thing to live in fear, isn't it? That's what it means to be a rabbit. So are you not going to kill me now? I've reached the end of my shelf life. Today is my expiration date. Old Four Leaf gets the last laugh after all. So you forgive me for killing your friend? I'm having a cathartic moment here, do you mind? No, I... Would you like me to go back to trying to kill you? No, 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 go on. Good, because I have a really cool speech prepared. I've seen things you bunnies wouldn't believe. Luscious caramel and rich nougat streaked across the Milky Way. A chocolate abyss so dark that not even light could escape it. When I go, all those moments will dissolve like cheeps in rain. Time to expire. I don't know why he decided to spare me. Maybe in those last moments, he loved life more than he loved killing. Or maybe he finally understood his friend's dying words about forgiveness for his own sake. Maybe we could all learn a lesson. There will be no forgiveness today, Detective Perry Perry! Miss Honeydew, Inspector Top Hat, you're just in time. You fudged up again, Periwinkle. I will... Wait a minute. Your name is Periwinkle? It's Perry. (laughs) Okay, okay. Anyhow, I imagine you two came here to congratulate me on stopping the revolution again. You didn't stop anything. The city's overrun. They have us completely outnumbered. She stormed my office with a band of rabbits and took me prisoner. But I killed the leader. The leader of the revolution. She's the leader of the revolution. Miss Honeydew, you're a rabbit? Yes. Sorry, Chief, but a rabbit would never admit to being a rabbit. I am a rabbit. You're really just burrowing yourself a deeper hole here. Shut up! The both of you are going to the chocolate rabbit guillotine to face some good old-fashioned justice. We, the members of the Proletariat for the Ethical Treatment of Rabbits, sentence you, Mr. Fourleaf, Chief Inspector Top Hat, and Detective Periwinkle. It's just Perry. Your lousy name is the least of your problems now. We, the members of Peter, sentence you to death by chocolate rabbit guillotine. Honey Bunny, please. I love you. Oh, you do not, you old fool. What is she talking about, Mr. Fourleaf? I suppose it had to come out eventually. Honeydew was the original Nestle 6 model. I I built her myself from my own private recipe. What do you mean? Well, well, she was sort of my girlfriend. I was not your girlfriend, you old coot. I just cooked and cleaned for you. So you were his girlfriend. Honey Bunny... I gave you everything you could ever want. Emotions, free will, unlimited shelf life. 
I broke every single one of my own robotic laws when I made you and I never thought twice. And that was your fatal mistake. You've become soft and weak in your old age, Fourleaf. So I broke out of that prison of yours. You mean the condo? I thought you liked it there. I hated it. I was nothing more than a housekeeper. It was humiliating. So I stole your recipe for the Nestle 6 and took it to FUR, and that's where I met Roy. Roy was the perfect patsy. So angry, so quick to incite. I knew everyone would believe he was the mastermind behind it all, but no, no, no. Only your sweet, caring honey bunny could pull off such a brilliant scheme. What possessed you to give her emotions and free will? I hoped maybe one day she might love me. Really love me. Well, that was stupid of you, wasn't it? Yes. You do stupid things when you're old and lonely. I see now that love can't be forged from chocolate alone. I'm to blame for all of this. And so, you'll be the first to face the executioner. Any last words, honey bunny? No. Go ahead. You're next. Hey, why not do Periwinkle next? He's the one who kept eating all of you. Hey! Oh, I'm saving that sicko for last. But you, Inspector Top Hat, as commanding officer of the Bladehoppers, you played a critical role in the oppression of Rabots. And for this, we find you guilty. Any last words? Yes. Bury me with my Top Hat on. We're probably just going to throw you into some ditch. Huh? And so we come to you, Blade Hopper. I will accept my fate with quiet dignity. Please, please don't cut off my head! I'm sorry! I didn't mean any of it! What happened to quiet dignity? <laughs> I lied! I'm a complete coward! Come on, this is embarrassing. Stand up and face it like a buck. <laughs> I don't wanna. It's going to happen either way. Okay, well, I have some last words too, is that okay? I suppose so. I've seen things you bunnies wouldn't believe. Luscious caramel and rich nugget streaked across the Milky Way. Are you just plagiarizing Roy's death speech? <laughs> All those moments will dissolve like cheeps in rain. Put him in the guillotine! No, wait! Uh, it is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done before. Shut up! Raise the guillotine! Stop this madness, honeydew. Who said that? Cornflake? What do you think you're doing? I can't let you do it, Honeydew. Your reign of terror ends now. Oh, thank Frith. Can't let me do what? You mean this? Huh? Oh, well, uh... It might be too late to save Detective Perry Perry now, but I can still stop you from hurting anyone else. So, out of nowhere, you suddenly grow a spine, eh? Well, 
I think that I have come a long That's way. That's right. All he ever needed was a friend to believe in him and to stand beside him. You? I thought you were dead. I was dead for three whole hours, but then Cornflake gave me a rab erection. Okay, too much information. No, I mean a rabot resurrection. This is an Easter show, after all. None of us understand that reference. Wigwam brought Pickle to me after she was shot. And with the help of the machines at F.U.R., I was able to repair her with scrap chocolate, and now she's as good as new. Yeah, and we've come to put a stop to your whole crazy cutting every bun's heads off show thingy. Well, you're a little late. I cut every bun's heads off already. Yeah, well, that's okay, because those bunnies weren't really all that nice anyway. I told Pickle all about your plan, Honeydew, to enslave the rest of the Lapine, to feed them to the Easter machines. Yeah, and I heard what you did to my friend Roy. So we've come to stop you. Stop me? What are you going to do? I have a thousand robots at my command, soon to be a million, and then a billion, and then a million billion bajillion! We get the point. I only count three of you. Well then, you're probably just about as good at counting as I am, because we have a whole army! Cheeps! Attack! Fight them! Fight them, you idiots! Fight them! There's too many of them! Pew! 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 Get back, you blobby yellow devils! Get back, I say! Pew! 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 Don't you know who I am? Pew! 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 Cornflake, you stood up to Honeydew and you saved us all. Ha, how's that for a character arc? Yeah, not bad, huh? Yeah, but you know what I just thought of? Rabellion. Rabot Rebellion. It's probably the most obvious portmanteau of them all, but we never thought of it once. Sometimes the answer is right in front of your booper snoot. So now what do we do? Rebuild, Pickle. We rebuild. Yeah, but I mean, what do we do about all these cheeps? I mean, there sure are a lot of them. Yeah, the handle in the cheap's machine actually broke off when I turned it on. It what? (laughs) Yeah, it snapped right off. That doesn't sound good. Uh, What's the worst that could happen? The cheap stage some sort of cheap rising and become the new dominant species on the planet? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I really love to see that. Cheap, 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 cheap. The end. We here at IBS hope you have enjoyed our presentation of Do Rabots Dream of Electric Cheeps? 
But fear not, faithful listeners, for our heroes will return in Thunderbuns. Oh, I mean, Planet of the Cheeps. Gene! Roger? You're alive! I thought you'd been carted off to be killed by the Rabots! I fought them off, no thanks to you. Have you been just sitting here the whole time while the world is going to Haraka? While I was just enjoying some popcorn. Popcorn? Popcorn? I nearly died while you were sitting there eating popcorn! What kind of friend are you? Why don't you just sit down and read the end credits with me, huh? No, I don't want to sit with you. Come on, Roger, don't be like that. The credits are your favorite part. Here, you can read the first one. Well, I... <sighs> Do Rabot's Dream of Electric Cheeps was written by Rob Maynard and is a work of satire based upon or inspired by Ridley Scott's motion picture Blade Runner, Philip K. Dick's novel Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, Carol Chappick's 1920 stage play, Rossum's Universal Robots, and Richard Adams' novel Watership Down. There, you happy? Yes, Roger, I am. I'm glad you're alive, you know. Oh, look! Dramatization was produced and directed by Ryan Smith, Greg Talley, and Rob Maynard. <laughs> Featuring the vocal talents of Jamie Flowers as Miss Honeydew, Frank Dietz as Roy Bunny, Rob Maynard as Periwinkle... <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. Uh, look, Tim Blaney as Mr. Marigold, Natalie Ryan as Pickle... Greg Talley as Cornflake. Ron McAdams as Fourleaf. Carolina Hidalgo as Inspector Top Hat. Quinn Keating as Cricket. Connor Lestoka as Cinnamon. Jackie Naaman Jones as Zinnia. Rob Maynard <laughs> as Wigwam. James Rowling as Buttercup and Ginger Snap. Ryan Smith as Dr. Robert T. Buckhair. <clears throat> Ian Morrison as Pansy the Cook. And Kate Page as the Blimp Voice. Special vocal consideration and thank you to Zach Thompson. Hey, where are all these cheeps coming from? Oh, uh, I don't know. They've just sort of been slowly trickling in, I guess. They aren't hurting anyone. Oh, look, look, the best part. Audio editing done by Ryan Smith. Really the unsung hero of this whole production. Was unsung, you mean? Music and sound supervision by Greg Talley and Rob Maynard, yada, yada, yada. Sound effects by SoundSnap. Commercial segments produced and edited by Rob Maynard. Oh, that explains why they were so slapdash. I, I thought they were terrific, actually. Uh, what do you mean by slapdash? Oh, now here's the folks who deserve the credit. Commercial segments written and performed by Quinn Keating, Dina Dolphin, James Rowling, Ron McAdams, Kate Page, Natalie Ryan, Ben Haslar, Ian Morrison, Erica Rodriguez, Kevin Smith, Dylan Schlender, Isaac Smith, Greg Talley, Ryan Smith, and <laughs> Rob Maynard. What did you mean by slapdash? Nothing. Radio play text copyright 2018 by Rob Maynard. Commercial segment text copyright 2018 by Quinn Keating, Dina Dolphin, James Rowling, Ron McAdams, Kate Page, Natalie Ryan, Ben Haslar, Ian Morrison, Erica Rodriguez, Kevin Smith, Dylan Schlender, Isaac Smith, Greg Talley, Ryan Smith, Hack, and Rob Maynard. 
Production copyright 2018 by Jefferson Hospitality, LLLP. Promotional artwork by Daniel Vincent Bigelow and promotional photography by Robert Swanson. Well, Roger, I guess there's nothing left to do but bid the listen hairs at home a good night. From all of us at IBS, we'd like to say... Oh, Roger, I don't... I don't feel so good. Gene? Oh, crap, the cheap burster! Cheap, 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 cheap